Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? East Carolina girls are the best in the world. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. You got to give me a sack, Chandler. Give me a sack. Sack! Yes. (laughs) How about those friggin' pirates? It's me, Nancy Garcia. (laughs) Puedes pintar este violeta. Y'all are intimidating guys, you know what I'm saying? Y'all are famous, y'all are celebrity-type guys, and that's intimidating. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to a Football Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios, coming to you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville. 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250, 930 online, pr927fm.com. And watch the show on Facebook Live. We are rolling on Facebook Live. We uh, have our best man on the job to get us on YouTube. And I believe we are rolling there as well. So let's uh, have a day, folks. What's on your mind on this Friday? You can chime in right now on facebook and youtube and we will talk to you throughout this three hour tour here on pirate radio live on a football friday coming up on today's show a lot of guests to get to including brian north in about 20 minutes we'll talk to mark greenheld's golf shop radio show coming up later on this hour as well hour two week three nfl picks tony dunn will be in the house and we'll uh, talk to tony coming up we'll send it down to tony he will join us in the Pirate Radio studios. We'll uh, see if DB comes today. Or has Danny sent his picks, Joey, or is he coming in? We'll find out later on. Uh, Joey is in the house with his picks, so we'll have that coming up hour two. Hour three, we'll talk to JJ McLam. Just kind of get everybody up to date on if there's any changes uh, with the weather rolling in for football, for tailgating, anything you need to know as far as game day operations, all that pregame. We'll do that at 5 o'clock if you have a question for JJ. Maybe can you empty a bottle of water, bring in an empty bottle of water and fill it with rain? You wanna, We can maybe talk about that today on the show. Uh, but no, if you have a question for JJ, you can get that in and we'll pass it along to him when we talk to him at 5 o'clock. Also... Parker Bird, East Carolina baseball player, will join us here in the Pirate Radio studios as well and talk about his life and talk about his uh, budding baseball career and how that's going and um, just catch up with Parker Bird. So we'll do that coming up in hour number three. Shirley Rhodes is here. Intern Joey is here getting us on the video and sitting tall, high atop the Pirate Radio studios is Chandler Honeycutt. Hello, Chandler. Hey, Clip, how you doing down there? It's good to see you. Can I get a handshake from uh, from up there? Sure. Good to see you, man. Good to see you, Clip. Why are you riding so high today? I don't know. The clip, uh, the chair was this high when I got in it, and uh, I'm going to just lower it now. Come on down to my level. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I guess stuck. I'm up here for good. <laughs> he is, oh, there I go. He is stuck. Oh, there here you are. All right. Now we're back, uh, back even Steven a little bit. All right. Football Friday. Vibe check. How's everybody doing? How's everybody doing? I'm uh, We're having a freaking game. Let's do. Let's go around the horn with uh, some vibe checks right now. First, starting with East Carolina Gardner Webb Chandler. What are you at? I'm at eight and a half. Yeah. Uh, I think I started with a seven earlier this week, and now I'm at an eight and a half. Even though the weather is not looking good for tomorrow's game, uh, 
I've heard that the the rain could be gone by kickoff at six o'clock, but when it comes to the weather for tailgating, it's not looking good. Uh, but I like the Pirates' chances tomorrow, and I think the Pirates move to one and three. My vibe check is at a eight and a half. All right, I'm about at an eight. I'll throw eight point one. I was at an eight, but you made me go up a little bit, so eight point one. Joey, what are you at? I'm about a seven, seven point five area right there. All right, and uh, Shirley. What's your vibe check for ECU football? I'm gonna go. I'll probably. I'm. I would think that uh, I'm. I'm where Joey is. I'm about a seven, seven and a half. All right, fair enough. How are y'all uh, feeling out there? Let us know. Can Give us the a rating. Pirates get their first win of the 2023 campaign. Champagne on my campaign. Let us know how you're feeling about the game tomorrow. Uh, let's go quick NFL vibe check, and we'll make our picks coming up in hour number two. How you feeling about Panthers and Seahawks? Uh, five point five. <laughs> All right. Well, my my thought is like if you're well, that's not necessarily true, but I feel like if you're above a five, you're thinking they're going to win or have a chance to win the game. Not necessarily. Okay. I think we can compete. I think we can be physical. I think we can compete and be physical. Chandler, got, Chandler, sorry, wake up. Sorry, Chandler. sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, not necessarily win. We're having a freaking game Sunday at 4 or 5. Um, Folks, I, this happens sometimes. Sometimes Chandler's uh, multiple personalities take over, and right now he is Mike Houston. I think we're going to compete. No, but seriously, I mean, that doesn't mean that I think we're going to win, but um, I'm excited to see Andy Dalton go in there and kind of see if he can change the vibe of the offense. Can he get things going for the Carolina Panthers offensively? Um, and still, is this an ankle injury that we're seeing from uh, from Bryce Young? It, uh, Frank Wright came out today and said that he could be out for a week or maybe two weeks, but when he comes back, he is the guy at quarterback. So um, I went and looked at Andy Dalton highlights last night. <laughs> from just last year that's one thing about chandler he puts in the film study he does the work and of how do he look i well it was his best plays of the 2022 season so it was good. he got prime so red rifle i mean he he looked he had some great throws right on the money um the the question is, is what we haven't seen in the past two weeks and especially on monday night our receivers are not getting open so if the receivers can't get open can he put them in the tight spots because he cannot run like a bryce young can um i'm excited to see how andy dalton does on sunday bryce young can't run like bryce young can (laughs) i think bryce young's a better runner than you think he is okay well can i see it happen i think you saw it the other night i saw that one awkward and he was fine it It was was good 40 yard run he needs to do that more is what i'm saying well i mean yeah if he can do that more if he's more reluctant to do it and how many runs did he have the other night i'm not sure but when it comes to like getting out of the pocket and making throws he's shown that this year in the first two games fair fair okay so you used you used run i wasn't thinking about kind of getting away from pressure yeah i meant more like scrambling i meant more like he's more mobile more more mobile yes um but andy dalton's a veteran um okay we'll we'll do do nfl week hour two i was just doing a vibe check all right all right five and a half for me joey uh, I'm at a six, six and a half. To be honest, we always have wow. we always have competitive games against the Seahawks. That is true. I've we always have about some really competitive. We went there games. last year and won. 
they, this is a random rivalry. There's I've seen been a playoff Kyle Allen. games. There's been a lot of close games between these two. We teams. played them last year in Seattle, which is kind of weird because you one you never you never see um, outside of the division. You never see uh, you playing that team back to back years, and you definitely don't see you playing them. Oh at their place back-to-back years. And that's what we're seeing right now because the Panthers did go on the road last year and beat Seattle, which kind of climbed their way back into the playoff talk. Uh, And, of course, they didn't win that last game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, But we had success last year. Can we have success uh, this Sunday? We shall see. I'm not asking this to be a jerk. Some people don't know. Do you know how the NFL schedule is set up? I'm still to be honest. I'm, I'm confused okay. on it. Well, this is good for a lot of folks then. So you play a certain conference, right? Your division plays another division, mm-hmm. straight up, right? Also, in your conference, you play. What did the Panthers finish in the South last year? Second, third. So you're playing the third place team this year that finished third in the North, West, and East last year. Okay. Yeah, that's news to me. I, I really didn't know how the scheduling worked. I know we got a certain division every year, um, and I, I I was confused on so. And especially, I think the extra game. The extra game is against the AFC team, right? So there you go. Look, this is I'm learning. Yeah. Um, Shirley, Dolphins, Broncos, vibe check for your Dolphins. Oh, I'm at about a eight point seven five. You're about to say nine. Yeah, you got to be optimistic right now. Uh, Giants quarterback Daniel Jones is in the YouTube chat. I was going to get to that. Um, I am for the Commanders. So five checks are for how we feel about the game. For the game, I'm at a four point two. For just being excited about going into this game, I'm at. I'm at like a 9-7. Like, I haven't been this excited for a game in a while. Even though I know we're probably going to lose, it's just fun to have something to look forward to. And right now, I can look forward to the Commanders because they're 2-0. and up. Yeah. Bryce Young, the other night, ran the ball two times for 34 yards. Had a long of 26. We'll talk about that with Tony coming up later Let's on. Let's go on, Tony. We'll send it down to Tony. All right. Let's see what's going on in the chat alk says pimp shrimp steve says hf mfs hf to you pimp shrimp is a brand of clothing no free ads jamie says what's up ray says woo rick flair jamie says i guess tony's going to be saying dalton gives the panthers a better chance to win i don't know if he's going to say that but if he does it's true I just I don't know if that's what he's going to say. I would agree with that statement right now. Bryce needs some time. We'll talk about it at four. Veteran, he likes to compete. We'll talk about it at four. Steve says Tony will be hating on the y'all. Like to put words in Tony's mouth, huh? Let the man speak. Not even here yet. Ain't even here. Let the man come here at four o'clock and talk. All right, Chandler, Jamie wants you to talk about Stephen A. Smith's awful first pitch. It's preposterous! (laughs) (laughs) Anything else? Well, first of all, the first thing that Phil Jackson did as the president of the New York Knicks was to sign Lamar Odom, who was on crack! (laughs) That's all I have to say. All right, thank you, Stephen A. 
Uh, let's see. Ray is at a vibe check of 10. A 10. A 10. 10. Daniel Jones. First of all, Daniel Jones, have you thought about changing your name? Just because of the... Or would you rather see that? if you could get quarterback Daniel Jones to change his name? Daniel Jones looks like a serial killer. What is it about the Giants? Do you see him checking defenses? What is it about the Giants? They always have to have a quarterback with a dumb face. With a sus face. I like the word dumb better than sus. <laughs> sus. <laughs> Eli for all those years and now Daniel Jones. Yeah. He... Or is the guy like that? <laughs> that's that's Eli. Is that Daniel Jones? No, D- Daniel Jones is more like his eyes are scary, man. He looks like a guy that's killed at least so, twelve to fifteen people. On the play Typi- that like typical Duke student. Looks on, like a Duke student. He looks like to Duke. On the play that he got sacked at the one yard line, which looked like a safety, um, there was a, a shot of him kind of scanning the defense and he looks scared out of his mind. Actually, because he's got a natural dumb look. He looks like a dummy. (laughs) Looks like an idiot. Thank you. I'm glad to have you on my side. When they go to the scouting report, they say, does he look like an idiot? We want him. We want him right now. And then I had to look at Brian Dayball's big head all night last night. Hey, be nice. nice. Speaking of, and this is not their fault, I'm not putting this on them at all, but my God, people are going to get sick of Bryce Young's parents. No, I, look, as a Panther fan, I thought it was crazy that they just kept going to them what every single the time world. of the night. First of all, let like let them just watch the game. Let them yeah. cook. <laughs> <laughs> let their son cook. But that's how you get sick of something. It's oversaturated, and again, it's not their fault. I don't think they're asking to be put on camera. And I might be missing something here, but I think I, as a Panther fan, I would have known it. But I don't think there's any, like, crazy story behind his parents i don't think there's any kind of they they made love they made love unprotected and had a child one's a teacher and one's like a therapist that's the story i mean that's not a that's not a unique story but that's not a story to have their face be on camera every single time their son throws a football pass i agree uh steve says was dalton in tune or hard news hard news yeah he was both he he was both in tune he was hard news jamie says clips laptop is awesome it shows video on the outside cover too i like that move uh joey yoey it's a good move by you looks good jojo john's getting ready for a we don't is that the one we don't say? Yeah, Jojo, don't yeah. Say Jojo, yeah. I did that on purpose. Hey, I'm sorry. On, I, apologize. I apologize. I'm saying what we don't say so everybody else knows. I respect names. We actually never got into that. Great there. respect. Ooh. Your name's not even Joey. That's your nickname, right? Yeah, ton exactly. of respect. Your name's Joe Ed. I just gave the government out, man. It's literally your Twitter name, your your YouTube name. Oh, okay. <laughs> like you put it out everywhere, right? <laughs> okay, yeah. It's Joe Ed. <laughs> Are you a junior, second? Uh, not by technicality but yeah i'm a second sure all right okay <laughs> and what is your social security number uh that is uh <laughs> home address uh john says getting ready for a soggy night in the elmhurst rv lot oh boy josh said he's got his frog togs and muck boots ready for the tailgate i like to think of myself as a little bit of a country boy but what are frog togs Oh man, I used to use those all the time playing baseball. They're like damp rags that you can put over your neck. Um, they come in like this little cylinder container. Uh, it keeps you cool during the hot summer months. If you're, it's 
Are you sure you're talking about the same thing? A frog tog? Yes. <laughs> okay. I know exactly what I'm I talking about. Charlie. Don't question my frog tog knowledge. Oh. All right. I mean, there to me. Right there. Okay. I, don't know, I don't know what this is, but that right there is a frog tog. It's basically like a little towel that's damp, and you can put it over your neck, put it over your head, and it keeps you cool. Okay. It looks like it's like a rain gear company. That but, could be it. Um, but when I think of frog tog. But it also has cooling products. Okay. Okay. So, okay. All right. Look, we're both, everybody's right. Okay. Everybody's right. John Mooney says that's not a frog tog. I. John. 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 J Mood. Simmer down, buddy. Jingleheimer Schmidt. Everybody's I, right. I know what a frog tog is. Everybody's right. John he said, says, I'm sorry. I accept your apology. Very nice. Very nice. John Heron says, y'all got mad Riz today. Oh. I am, should I be insulted by that, or is that a compliment? I mean, it's technically a compliment, but I don't know who you've been rizzing up. I mean, are you flirting with Chandler? Oh. In a friendly way. Don't make this weird, Joey. I'm not. It's a question. You can say no. Don't make this weird, or I will call you JoJo. Okay. We'll handle that off camera. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Call him a rooster neck. Call him a rooster neck. Cuello de gallo. Cuello de gallo. Is it right there in the middle of it? That's my question. Oh, yeah, the Gloria. William says 40 mile per hour wind tomorrow. Good kite flying weather. Now, what is that a reference? Now, why would he say that? Now, why would he say that? Now, why would he say that? The question is is people are going to be awake tomorrow? Specifically, the cat <laughs> They need to wake up. I would think by a six o'clock kickoff, they'll be up. I would think so. Uh, Josh Thomas? He says, no, Chandler, it's a rain suit. Josh, we went over this. It is. You're right. You're but right. he's right, too. I'm right. Everybody's right. right. Everybody's right. Everybody's on the right train. Adam says, Donnie Kirkpatrick said that Greenville's the best city in this town. <laughs> and Earth is the best planet in the world. And the United States is the best country in this nation. We so life's know. great. Football sucks right now. Life's great. Football sucks. If anybody doesn't want to live in Greenville or North Carolina or the United States or Earth, then I think uh, there's a movie you should watch. Now, there is a chance to... Will you let me finish? <laughs> I apologize. If anybody does not want to live... In Greenville, Pitt County, North Carolina, United States, North America, Western Hemisphere. Get out. The, oh, son man. of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he said it. He said it. He literally said it. Wow. All right, moving on. I had a thing, man. I had a. You didn't let him land. I know. It was going to be a great landing. Like the moon landing. I was trying to guide you. You were not trying to guide me. You were <laughs> I, trying to go. I kicked you out of the cockpit, and I said, I'm landing this myself. <laughs> you hit my ejection seat. I went flying up. But what I was going to say is... I don't care what you were going to say. <laughs> I was going to say... It doesn't matter. Nobody cares what you were going to say. Come 9 o'clock tomorrow night. Life, the game will still be going on. Well, let's say 9 30. 9.30? Let's say 9.30 tomorrow night. Life could be good, and football be, could be good. That's what you wanted to say? You interrupted me twice to say that? Mm-hmm. You are terrible! I was going to make a reference. You want to try again? No. It doesn't. It wouldn't even work now. 
hey hey buddy hey look look at me i'm sorry apology accepted we just shook hands for the radio audience pike liked the stream he said i don't want to talk about the weather but that is another reason i won't be in greenville for the game you know who doesn't care about the weather i don't care about the weather i can't control the weather don't want to talk about the weather that guy sorry pike i didn't know you were made of sugar sweetie (laughs) oh get a little rain on you hey guess what i'm not going to the game either (laughs) so chandler you going to the game i'll be there Chandler's there. I'll be there. He is representing I will be there, this baby. table at the game. I've got my boat ready to go. Uh, Jay Nick will be there. Are you going to sit up in the stands? Oh, is he really going to go? He's planning to. Okay. Are you going to sit with him? I might have to. Hopefully he has the extra poncho like he did for you that game. You know why he's going? Why Why is that? He's a bird. Because he's a bird. He's a bird. He's a true pirate. I am not a true pirate. I will be doing the Bud Light pregame tailgate going home watching the game and coming back here for the u.s sailor fifth quarter call-in show not a true pirate tough to say but i'm willing to admit it so you're not a bird i am a pirate you are a bird i'm a pirate not a true pirate not a true bird not a true bird (laughs) (laughs) all right fleet feet rundown brought to you by fleet feet all that was the fleet feet rundown (laughs) man we just sprinted Hope y'all. By the way, tomorrow it is still on. <laughs> okay. The game day run club brought yeah. to you by Fleet Feet. All of the benefits going to Robbie's Clubhouse. Uh, sign ups at seven o'clock. The race starts at seven thirty. Uh, it will start at Fleet Feet and it will end at Fleet Feet. You'll be going by the stadium. It's going to be an awesome run. So come out there and enjoy an awesome game day run. Get your game day started with Fleet Feet. Bring your frog togs. If you, and just think about it, if you're running with like wind pushing your back, how much faster you can go? You'll be flying out there. You'll probably get your best timed event ever out there tomorrow. Uh, Fleet Feet, they will get you in the right running shoe, walking shoe, or just cash shoe. One on one service. Absolutely. That's what's key. That is. Because that, you don't get that a lot of places these days. Nope. You'll be talking to. Oh, our old friend at Foodline. Have you scanned your MVP card? <laughs> Have you scanned your MVP card? Uh, I did that the other day. That happened to me the other day. I thought about you guys because I was like, man, and it just shouted at me. I'm like, hey, slow down. It's right when you ring up your first Tone item. Tone it down. Literally just walked up. I've got 15 more items to scan. Ray says running in the rain is awesome. Pike says put some plastic wrap on that camera if you're going to take pics, Chandler. Always. Don't be silly. Wrap your picture. Always practice safe photography. Let's take a break. Brian North joins us when we return on the Pirate Radio Live Line. We will get you ready for an awesome slate that of was games. Awesome. And get his take on East Carolina and Gardner Webb. We'll do that when we return after this. How many special people change? How many lives are living strange?
You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Vacation spots are right here in our very own backyard. Take a trip to a state park and enjoy traditional camping, RV space, and also air-conditioned cabins that can be rented with Wi-Fi. If you're by a lake, be sure to check out the opportunities to rent a canoe or kayak and get out on the water. Your next adventure is right around the corner. For more information, please visit ncparks.gov. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, I just realized this is a special anniversary. 16 years ago today, we'll hit it later, Chandler. Because can we not tell what it is? We can. Huge anniversary today. We'll play uh, what it is later on in the show. Something that happened on this day in 2007. But right now, we need to head out to the Pirate Radio Live Line. Joining us, Brian North, to get you ready for a great slate of football this weekend. North, how you doing, man? Getting fatter, Clip. It's uh, you know, the great thing about when we get storms come through is they actually put lots of food in the newsroom, and so I'm just sitting around eating all the hurricane snacks today. Hurricane snacks. You know, one of the things, Brian, about, and I'm, uh, of course, the devastation that hurricanes have caused here at Eastern North Carolina, and a lot of folks uh, tuned in have experienced that. But one one thing that goes along with it is the anxiety of a hurricane, and you sit, you you watch the weather and it's out there and you're just kind of waiting for like a week and a half for it to get here and you're all nervous this one uh, was a little different it just popped up yeah. and uh kind of popped up out of nowhere and uh and then boom it's here and uh just gonna get a lot of rain these next couple of days uh, we'll talk to jj lamb later on in the show mick lamb later on in the show but uh it looks like game on for ecu gardner webb could be a wet tailgate hopefully it's out of here uh by the time they're ready to play football saturday night I think they're going, even the tailgate. I think it's going to be fine. Six o'clock game tailgate lots open up at what noon, and uh, according to our meteorologist, most of the heavy rain should be gone by then. So uh, whether now how much rain falls and and how muddy the lots are is another thing. But uh, might be a little breeze if you're going to be putting your flag up or your tent. That might be about a ten to fifteen mile an hour sustained wind for uh, a little bit, but. Uh, I don't think the rain, I think the rain should be out of here by then. That would be uh, very nice. Game on. And then, Brian, uh, East Carolina's trying to win their first football game of the year, taking on this Gardner-Webb team. And talked to Phil Constantino, their play-by-play voice. And yeah, it's not, you know, uh, what, grenades and horseshoes and all that. If you, if you lose, you lose. But he did run over the FBS games Trey Lamb has been in as far as a, a head coach at Gardner-Webb and talked about how close they've all been. They haven't won one. That, I wish they would have won one. Now, I don't want this to, to maybe be the first, but they have competed in them. They had a second-half lead against App State. So they're coming here to win. They're not coming here to, to have a good time, put up a good showing. They're coming here to try to win the game. And this is a program that wasn't that good, just – five years ago, but he, Trey Lamb's done a great job there, and, and they've become one of those uh, better 1AA teams that, yeah, can, can certainly knock off a, a FBS team, and, and ECU is kind of like it took two steps backwards here, resetting this year, and throwing in transfer portal, and new quarterback, but then you go a new new quarterback, and offensive line, so all these things, it's been a, a reset for ECU, which still has everything in front of it even if they were to lose to Gardner-Webb, and I know everybody would jump off the, the Tar River Bridge and, and would have issues with it, you still have everything out there in front of you when it comes to conference play. And I've said this all year, I'm not, 
I, if I'm an ECU fan, there's nobody on that schedule that really scares me. Plus, you have Tulane at home and Memphis at home, and uh, you got a, a tough road to get at UTSA. But everything is still out there. And with this team, the slow start is understandable when you think of everything they've gone through with the new quarterbacks and the new offensive line and the transfers and all those things. Uh, so I would expect them to at least get better or, or get incrementally better each week where they can compete in conference. So uh, having said all that, they lose to Gardner-Webb. The season is not over, but it's not something you want to do is go out and lose to Gardner-Webb because the optics of it aren't very good at all. Yeah, man, I, that's a very optimistic way to look at it and a realistic way to look at it, Brian. Uh, my thing is, though, we, how much better are we going to get? Uh, how much better are we going to get uh, on the O-line with – these guys that uh, have been brought in and kind of thrown together, you would think they would get better as the year goes on. You would think our receivers don't drop as many passes week seven, week eight, than they have weeks one through three. You would think the quarterback play uh, cleans up. between, But but how much better can it get? And I, I just, I, I don't know. I haven't seen anything to, to make me feel good about going the rest of the way with this offense right now. Right outside of the deep, right the defense makes you feel pretty good, but they've got to be off the field more. They're they're getting worn down already. Just uh, three games into the season, they're on there too much. No, your offense has got to do something. And while there's been some small steps, no, that, something's got to happen. And look, quarterback play. You look at what happened with Mason Garcia. They thought he was going to be the guy this year, and he was probably great in practice. But then in games, he's been a deer in headlights. And they just, how long are you going to go with him looking like that? And so they had. They made the switch to Alex Flynn, and so you, you've kind of started behind in that sense because it's not like Alex Flynn's got a ton of game time either, so he's kind of learning on the job. And so it's like preseason, but I would expect if they stay with him, I would expect a, a big jump with him this week, having played on pretty much a full game by himself, uh, the improvements he should make. And again, uh, Gardner-Webb's defense, I would not – sit there and say it's going to be the best one that ECU's faced in their in their four games so far. So I think there's opportunities there. I really think quarterback play is, is the key to this. I really think that offensive line will get better with more reps. and uh, They're not horrible. They're not going to be Michigan's offensive line, but I think they will get better. And if you start giving a few holes and giving the quarterback time, they can make some plays. I, just, I don't know if this is going to be a 40-point-a-game offense, but you need to at least be a 25-point-a-game offense to yeah. get a defensive chance. Yeah, after Devin scores two touchdowns, I could give you 40 points. <laughs> so I uh, saw that from Blake Carroll's guys last week, but in a loss to Appalachian State. Brian, uh, man, I haven't looked ahead, but if there's another Saturday that's going to be as uh, packed with big games as this one, uh, I'm, I'm excited for it because uh, it is a marquee Saturday in college football. That includes one ACC game at noon of Florida State at Clemson. Clemson had that absolute dud week one on a Monday night at Wallace Wade. They can erase all that with a win against Florida State. For Florida State, they've put themselves in a in a good spot because they beat LSU. Even if they lose this game, there, there's maybe some time to catch up uh, with one loss. But Clemson's uh, playing for their season, if you want to look at it that way, from a, a college football playoff standpoint. This is like two elevators going in opposite directions right now. Yeah. Can Clemson still gain some of that upper hand, you know, you still, with Clemson, you still have some of that little mental edge of what you've done. Obviously, that didn't work at Duke, and, and they've got to perform better offensively. They're just, they've struggled at quarterback, too, right? They're trying to find uh, their answers on that side of the ball, too, and if they can find a dynamic quarterback or somebody who can make plays, maybe they can be in this one. But with Florida State, what they've done with their transfers, and uh, they're, they're certainly gaining confidence at an uh, exponential level every week right now. 
Brian, we, my sports brain, it, it takes a while to train, and, and I had to do it in recent years with you know, Josh Allen going to the Bills and Joe Burrow going to the Bengals, that these are not the same old Bills and Bengals, and you have to, to kind of look at what's happening now and try to forget about what's happened your entire sports life almost. And I say that to bring up Alabama Ole Miss, because if you don't follow it week to week, you just see Alabama six-and-a-half-point favorite against Ole Miss. Give me the tide to roll. But if you've watched them this year, if you watched them last week, now they didn't start Milrow last week, but they slugged around and won a 17-3 to three game against South Florida where they were pulling teeth trying to get points against the Bulls. So it was it was ugly. Ole Miss, Lane Kiffin wants to put up a lot of points. Like I I mean everything is saying Ole Miss is gonna go in there and win this game and, and Alabama is a good football team, I guess, but not a great football team anymore. So uh what do you think when you see that line that matchup? Yeah. Yeah, and you never want to count out the heart of a champion, but Nick Saban's 71 years old. Nothing stays the same, right? You can be on top for a while, and no one has had more sustained success than Alabama. But you know that's going to come to an end at some point. It's just not sustainable. And especially in this culture now with, with the NIL and, and the, the portal, uh, we're going to bound to see some teams come up. And it just kind of, you feel like NIL and the portal just fits Lane Kiffin, right? That kind of. Um, I don't want to say slimy character, but, you know, that kind of border character of who he is and how he can um, flirt with the edges of the system. And I feel like this is perfect for him. And so having said that, look, Alabama at some point was going to come back to earth. And uh, I think we're starting to see that, just like I said, with Clemson and Florida State, those elevators going in opposite directions right now. But you still can't count out of the heart of a champion just yet. Now, could this be knockout blows to Alabama? Certainly. But uh, until it actually happens, you want to see it, and you have to prove it. But if anybody's going to do it, it's Ole Miss, Lane Kiffin. He loves, the, he lives for these type of games. Yeah, the big story in college football, Brian, what Deion Sanders has done there with the Colorado Buffaloes. Yeah. They have been twenty-one point underdogs already this year, and went on the road and beat TCU. Now, uh, I don't know, a bit of a, a different challenge, I think, with top ten Oregon. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm interested to see what happens and. And there's going to be a lot of people if Colorado does lose and if they lose by multiple touchdowns that say, see, I told you it would work. Well, it's already worked. Colorado won one game last year. They're 3-0, and number 19 in the country. And who knows how much marketing and money and new students who are on the fence going to a to a school out there or Colorado. They're choosing Colorado now. So it's worked uh, tenfold, uh, but it might not work on Saturday. The exposure that Deion Sanders has had for that university, he's already paid for his own contract at this point. You cannot buy that sort of advertising, being in the news cycle all the time. So mission accomplished for a Colorado team that was irrelevant, a program that was irrelevant for the last five, six, seven years. So mission accomplished there, even if they lose, even if they lose the rest of the way this year, mission accomplished for what they've done the first four weeks with with all the pub they get, and they'll get more pub as they lose, and and (laughs) they're like... uh, they're like NASCAR, right? Yeah. You're not winning, wreck it, you know, and, and there'll be a train wreck if and when that all, all goes to pot. So uh, no, already mission accomplished there. And now you have Dion going back to Nike land where he had some issues with Nike, may still have. I don't even know where that stands at this point. But then you throw in Nashad Struther, the former ECU, and have like a mix with that with Oregon this week. So, uh, look, give, say what you want about Dion. He's been masterful his whole life, his whole life. When I was in high school, he was – going through minor league baseball in the Yankees system uh, and, and got in a fight in Albany. And I, I just I always followed this guy's career and how he's been able to market himself. It's been brilliant strategy, but it also comes with hard work. He's not a flash-in-the-pan superficial guy, 
There's so many levels to him. That's how he's been able to always make it work in just about everything that he has done. I mean, he's had some failures along the way in business, but very few. And I just, I like the work ethic. When you get through all the flash and dash of, of Dion, I hate to call him prime time or coach prime. When you get through all that with Dion, there's actually a guy who works his tail off and is a pretty smart guy under all of that. Brian North joining us. Uh, these Friday conversations with Brian, we became like your unofficial home for Wake Forest football talk these last few years. And I can't believe this, Brian. Uh, Sam, I, I like Sam Hartman so much that I'm starting to like Notre Dame and rooting for them to beat Ohio State on Saturday night. Get so sick of Notre Dame over the years, but such a big uh, Sam Hartman fan that now I find myself rooting for the Golden Domers, and they got uh, maybe the game of the week with Ohio State on uh, Saturday night. Yeah, I'm always conflicted. You know, I, I've never, I've always been a nonconformist, and so when you get these big programs that have the gazillion dollar budgets, like at Ohio State and the No Dame and at Texas, I have a hard time rooting for them because they should win all the time. But Sam Hartman has always been a likable guy. I, I agree with you on that, and I have not been a Notre Dame fan. But when they lost their coach and went to LSU, I, I, I've been able to palate them a little bit more. Uh, but I still have a hard time rooting for them, except when it comes to playing Ohio State, who I probably have even more of a problem rooting for. So um, this one, I'll just step back and you know hope that they find a way to play to a zero-zero tie or something, and and be happy with that. But um, no, it, it really, it, it is a fascinating game, and and will have a huge impact on the on the landscape of the college playoff. Brian, am I the only one? And I'm gonna give uh, I'm gonna give WCTI a little plug here. Ohio State, Notre Dame, yeah, that'll probably be a blowout. Iowa, Penn State on CBS, nobody cares. The total's 40. It's going to be a a rock fight. Check out ABC. Nobody's talking about this game. Saturday night, Waco, Texas will be the site of a major upset as Texas falls to Baylor on Saturday night. Mm, (laughs) I I like it. And those games are always great. Yeah, uh, up and down the field. like It should be fun, right? Yeah, and the atmosphere is fun because the wackos and Waco always uh, bring it. And so, no, man, that's that is a good one. I, I wouldn't be surprised at all on that. Yeah, you, know, you don't have Matt Rule and this uh, smock uh, thing that he used to wear anymore, but uh, still should be that. No, that that's an underrated rivalry between those two. Uh, instead of saying am I the only one, I'm gonna go. Is Chandler the only one <laughs> that thinks uh, this is a smokescreen going on in Carolina right now with Bryce Young? They want him to kind of head to the sidelines, see what's happening, learn from Andy Dalton, look at the game from a different angle. So they're kind of making up some uh, some injury stuff here. To they don't want to say we're benching our young quarterback, so they make up an injury. What do you think about Chandler's uh, conspiracy theory there? I, I was as surprised as anybody. I haven't seen. I didn't see him get hurt Sunday, and then I'm watching practice video and he's walking fine without a limp. So no, I, I'm all in on Chandler's conspiracy <laughs> theory. Going across the country to a hostile environment, super loud place. I mean, it's one of the hardest places to play for a visiting team, right? Why not have your veteran guy go out there for one game? Yeah. Bryce, we don't. His physical stature has really been something we've talked a lot about. Maybe he is a little banged up, though, and you want to give him a week here. And this would be the week to do it when you have to go all the way across the country and play in front of the 12th man. So no problem with it. Now, if Andy Dalton comes out and lights him up and wins the game, then what do you do? Yeah, you ride with it because their offense has not looked good uh, these first couple of games. So you got to... You got to go with the rifle, the red rifle at that point. Brian, uh, Eastern North Carolina was the home to 
Washington Redskins fans uh, for years and years and years. And my my granddad, my dad, uh, those fans, which turned me into a fan, and I never made the conversion over to the Carolina Panthers. And starting to see now, Brian, some uh, some people coming out of the, uh, the woodwork here that are like, hey – I'm back. I left for a little while, but here I am. They're 2-0. and They got the Bills. Good God, if they beat the Bills and go to 3-0, and you're going to see a lot of folks saying, yeah, yeah, hell to the Redskins, Ernest Biner, John Riggins, you know. So, I don't know. Starting to see a few more Washington fans. Uh, it's good to see, Brian. We got something to cheer about, and one of those guys we're cheering about is Sam Howell, who looked awesome uh, against Denver last week. A little burgundy and gold being sprinkled in yes, sir. wardrobes around here. Yeah, and, and you know, it helps that Daniel Snyder's out, and that, he was such a polarizing figure. Yep. I think he was more responsible for driving away more Washington football fans than anybody. And so now that he's out of the picture, I think it's been safe for them to come back a little bit, and it doesn't hurt that the team's off to a good start. And, you know, Ron Rivera, Riverboat Ron, yeah, Sam Howell in at quarterback, and that, those two Carolina connections, that makes it easy to kind of jump back from the Panthers back over to the commander side of things if, if you've been kind of on the fence so uh, and you like those type of stories. But no, this has been a nice little story. Can they keep it going? And um, Yeah, I, this will be a real good litmus test against the Bills to see if they can keep this thing going. Well, y'all are welcome on board, but Bills this week <laughs> at Eagles next week, so you might yep. just want to uh, go ahead and stay in the closet. <laughs> it's we got a we got a rude awakening coming up, Brian. But hey, that they put themselves in a two and zero spot. I'm happy with it. Lose the next two, fine. You play the Bears after that, so uh, we're in a we're in a decent spot despite what I think is about to happen here in the next two weeks. Uh, as old school coaches used to tell me, being two and zero only guarantees that the worst you can do is go two and fifteen this year. So. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with the Eagles game, a division rival, and that's yeah. All four teams in that division are, are, are you know, on paper supposed to be good. The Giants have obviously struggled coming out of the gate, but um, no, it's it's going to be tough coming out of that division uh, and get a playoff spot. But. Yeah, and Brian, this goes along with your Snyder deal you're talking about. Uh, or a cool thing about this sold out FedEx Field, which is crazy. Now, Bills Mafia is going to have something to do with that. I, I'm not yeah. naive. There's going to be a lot of blue there, but. Just to be in a, a you know, a fun because crowds can make a game sometimes. That's why I like wrestling because you you get those big crowd pops and you're like, if all these people are into this, then there's something to it. So I'm just excited to uh, to be excited about something. I guess have the energy back in DC because I'm telling you, know, in the old RFK days, and even when they first opened up there in Ralph John, yeah. and then, uh, what they used to call it, Ralph John. That place was that's a hundred thousand. You couldn't get a ticket. Remember, it was yeah. popular back then. And then all of a sudden, Daniel Snyder takes over, and they keep closing off more and more seats every year. Can't sell it out at all. So no, when when DC football is rocking, it is a lot of fun. I don't know if you'll ever make the stadium shake like you did at RFK back in the days, but but no, those are longtime passionate football fans who are just ready to erupt again. Brian North joining us, WCTI 12 North. Uh, what stood out last night on the high school slate? Usually we're previewing games. I guess uh, right. you have an easier Friday night tonight? Get to relax a little? <laughs> yeah, no Friday night tonight. Everybody's gone. Uh, they either played last night or we have four games moved to Monday. But uh, the big headliner last night was Jacksonville breaking Newburn's 21-game win streak. Mm. And the fact that you throw in that Newburn had five players deemed ineligible right before the game, including a couple of their stars, 
So uh, for some sort of attendance issue, we're being told, obviously, transparency is not the Craven County Board of Education's big thing. So we're all trying to figure out. We're trying to figure out if we're going to have to forfeit games. There's a lot of unanswered questions today. But certainly Newburn did not handle the news very well. And Jacksonville, I don't know if it would have mattered. Jacksonville played that well. Damon June, four touchdowns and a couple of sacks. And so Jacksonville really put it to Newburn last night. And so that was the big headliner of the evening. But look, Rose with a big shutout of South Central was uh, eye-opening as well. We thought that would be a little bit closer. Conley picks up its first conference win. And uh, so, look, there were, there were some good ones. Um, Farmville beat Aiden Griffin. Not, no surprise there. Uh, that's been a great rivalry, but the games have never been close. So it's always interesting, but it's a close series. But they're never close games, which is really kind of weird. Good stuff, Brian, and uh, good night for uh, some of the uh, – good to see Conley Rose uh, get on the board. Boy, Farmville Central just continues to uh, put up a ton of points. North, good yeah. stuff. Enjoy your uh, your blitzless Friday tonight. You don't get a lot of those. So. <laughs> no, no, and it'll be spent sleeping because I'm sleep-deprived from uh, having to work last night. But that's okay. It's uh, – I'm glad we got the games in last night, and um, hoping the rain is now gets out in time for a good Saturday of college football, including at ECU. North, well, we'll see if we can track you down uh, tomorrow evening, right before East Carolina and Gardner Webb go at it. Appreciate it, man. All right, sounds good, Clipper. There is Brian North joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line. Let's take a break. Come back, Mark Greenhouse joins us next. We'll, next, we'll talk about his Clemson Tigers. And more uh, football previews for you. Hour two, we're talking NFL. Hour three, we'll talk some ECU Gardner-Webb with J.J. McLam. Let you know what you need to know if you're going to the stadium on Saturday. And Parker Bird will join us as well. Big edition of Pirate Radio Live rolls on after this. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, Pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, Christie's Europub is the perfect place to relax, grab a bite, and enjoy a drink this ECU football season. Located in the heart of Greenville and just a few blocks from ECU's campus, Christie's offers lunch, dinner, and late night with live music every Sunday. And if you like brunch, Christie's has brunch every day, Tuesday through Sunday. For the latest information, check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or visit them online at Christie'sEuropub.com. Scratch cooking takes time, so relax and enjoy a pint at Christie's Europub. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Let's uh, quickly go back out to the Pirate Radio Live line. Uh, Mark Greenhill's joining us today, host of the Golf Shop, coming your way Saturday right here on Pirate Radio. Greeny, how you doing today, man? I'm doing great, Clip. How are you doing? Doing good. Big one for your Clemson Tigers coming up on Saturday. They kind of kind of a race. Uh, all the bad thoughts and, and what we think of Clemson now after losing to Duke on that Monday night in week one. And uh, you win this one, you are right back in the thick edit for everything. The ACC championship, a potential college football playoff, depending on how the rest of the way goes. So a chance to right some wrongs on Saturday. Greeny, what's it going to take for that to happen, for uh, the, the Tigers to beat the Seminoles at noon? 
Mistake-free football. I mean, we always talk about turnovers, but that's really what's hurt the Clemson offense. The defense has been fine on that side of the ball. Offense has struggled to get out of their own way. I mean, uh, as we saw against Duke, they were able to run it up and down the field, especially in the second half, and not put any points on the board because of too many mistakes. Kind of carried over a little bit to the first half of the following week. But last week, they seemed to clean it up a little bit more on offense and had a pretty strong, solid showing. So if they can continue that progression against Florida State, then I think we're in good shape. I mean, Florida State struggled with BC last week and probably should have lost on the road up in uh, in Boston. So we'll see how they respond coming through and having another noon time game on the road. Definitely showed they were human last week. That was uh, much too close for comfort, I'm sure, for Florida State fans. But Seminoles uh, have looked good. They, they've they already had one of these big test games and got by LSU. So if you're Florida State, even if you lose this one, you, you kind of think, all right, we might have a chance to, to kind of get back in it. Although the schedule, I don't know if the schedule is good enough right now with, uh, with what the ACC has to offer. Uh, but either way, just a monster game coming up at Death Valley. Greeny, what do you think about the noon kickoff? Would you rather this one be uh, under the lights on a Saturday night or later in the afternoon? What Does do you, does noon give you uh, an advantage at home? Uh, what do you think about the kickoff time? You know, I think it actually is a, an interesting dynamic. Uh, I'll be at the stadium tomorrow, and uh, I have a friend of mine here that's with me, and he was talking about that we are uh, – Clemson is very good in home games. They've lost very few home noontime starts in Dabo Sweeney's career. So that's obviously a good sign, although Clemson's also riding a home winning streak at night as well. So I think just home games in general shape up well in this matchup overall. And I think that anytime Clemson plays at home, there's a you know a pretty good chance that they're going to win that ball game. So I think that's going to set it up. Uh, I'll be at the game. I'll actually be doing my show tomorrow, uh, mobile, as I'm getting to the game in the morning. So that's the only bad thing about a 12 o'clock start is I have a tough time getting there doing radio shows and uh, getting to the game in time. Greedy, we are bracing ourselves for a whole lot of uh, precipitation coming our way. It's already started here in Greenville, North Carolina, and hopefully we'll be out of the way by the time ECU and Gardner-Webb kick it off at 6 o'clock on Saturday. But this storm coming in, it's not going to affect anything. Uh, Will it affect the tailgate at all Uh, down there in Clemson? Are you good to go? The last forecast I saw was around 80 degrees and only like a 10% chance of rain. So no weather issues whatsoever should be an absolutely gorgeous day. So no impact from that whatsoever. So it should be fun to watch and just two teams going at it. And we'll see who comes out on top. Greeny, we uh, talk about the toppling of dynasties in sports and kind of a mini dynasty with what Dabo did there and, and does there in, uh, in Clemson. Your Patriots, of course, had their reign of terror on the NFL for over a decade and <laughs> could be coming to a close here. How about Nick Saban's uh, reign of terror on college football? The, I don't know if, if Mississippi can offer a death blow or a death nail to that on Saturday, but a chance that Alabama could drop to, you know, two and two here with a, a loss to Ole Miss. And uh, right now, Ole Miss like a six and a half point dog. Things trending up for them. Things looking down for Alabama coming off a sleepy win over South Florida. What do you think of that about that matchup? 3.30 on CBS. Well, I think, you know, there's a lot of teams in the SEC struggling. I mean, Georgia struggled with with uh, South Carolina didn't look all that great. We've seen South Carolina struggle against North Carolina. We saw LSU lose to Florida State. Uh, we saw Tennessee go down hard to Florida, who was unranked. So the SEC, uh, you know, has struggled a little bit out of the gate. So it is going to be interesting to see how this happens. I know 
it really comes down to quarterback play. I mean, you look at the teams that have dominated the playoffs, and it's been Ohio State, it's been, you know, Georgia, it's been Clemson, it's been Alabama, and all those teams are really struggling with their quarterback play coming into this year. So we'll see how that shapes up. And, yeah, that could be one that uh, is an interesting one. you got, what, Lane Kiffin coming back to go against Alabama and see if he can design something that's going to take down Alabama. And can that defense rise up a little bit and against the struggling Alabama offense and all the letdowns that they've had so far? So, to me, there's a lot of struggle in the SEC right now, and it's just not Alabama. One team not struggling with quarterback play is Notre Dame. Sam Hartman slinging it around. They've got a huge one against Ohio State, and his Heisman stock could take a meteoric rise if uh, Notre Dame is able to win that game on Saturday night. Who you like, the Buckeyes or the Irish coming up? I got to I got to go with Hartman and Notre Dame at home on that one. Uh, again, it's just another home team and, uh, and another team in Ohio State that's just not the same as they have been. I mean, obviously they lose. DJ Stroud and they're looking for somebody to replace a quarterback and they just haven't had the offense that, that they expect either. So it's going to have to be something that they're going to have to grind out. And, um, you know, if, if Ohio state wins that game, you got to almost think that with the way that Michigan's been playing and we'll see what happens with Penn state and Iowa as well, if Penn state can win their game, then you got to say that maybe there's a little changing in the guard. Maybe this is the year of the big 10 and not the SEC. Could very well be. Talking to Mark Greenhelge on the Pirate Radio Live line. Greeny, uh, my commander's trying to do their part to help out your Patriots on Sunday and knock off the Buffalo Bills. I don't think it'll happen, but um, it's. I think it's more likely now than when the commanders were down 21-3 to to the Broncos early in that game on Sunday before coming back. Your Pats taking on the Jets. Pats have, have owned the Jets. Pats are a road favorite against New York and trying to uh, to pick up their first win of the year. We know about that Jets defense. We also know what they have at quarterback with Zach Wilson. So how are you feeling about your Pats? Can they get win number one coming up on Sunday? The same thing with New England that we talk about with Clemson. Uh, they've done nothing but shoot themselves in the foot. They seem like uh, defensively they've been pretty pretty strong. They've held a couple of good quarterbacks you know, pretty much in check so far. The offense just making too many mistakes and, uh, you know, pick sixes and whatnot, turning the ball over at inopportune times and just it seemed to not play well in the first half and it played really well in the second half. So again, another team that if they could just limit their mistakes, I mean, if you look at Mac Jones' numbers, he's not, he's, he's pretty good in terms of quarterbacks in the league and it's just a lot of different variables going on. Eliminate the mistakes and, of course, you know, Zach Wilson, at quarterback, he comes in when Aaron Rodgers goes down. There's no pressure on him because he's not really expected to do anything at that point. But he gets the rollout in his first start last week and looks horrible. So that trend will probably continue because that's what we saw when he was the starter previously for the Jets. So you got to think that the Patriots uh, hopefully take this one home and start to right the ship a little bit. Mark Greenelge, Golf Shop Radio Show coming your way on Saturday, 8 to 10 a.m. right here on Pirate Radio. Greeny, what's going on in the golf world? And along with the football, uh, what are you guys talking about on the show on Saturday? Well, obviously, we got Ryder Cup coming up next week. We have Solheim coming up this week. Uh, started today, the U.S. squad rolled out to a 4-0 sweep in the morning matches, which is the, uh, the foursomes, which is the alternate shot methodology. So there's one ball in play, alternating shots. And then uh, Europe came back and won the afternoon session, which is four ball, which is your better ball format. They won it 3-1. So the U.S. up 5-3. I kind of felt like it might have gone the other way around, uh, where Europe might have come out and, and kind of blown them out of the water early on. But the USA, with that early 4-0 lead, 
might give them a little uh, a little jump to be able to hang on as we go through this thing. And then obviously we're going to preview what's going to go on with the Ryder Cup in Rome next week. So uh, Spain to Rome in the next two weeks. Grady, good stuff, man. Good luck for uh, to your Tigers. Should be a good one coming up against the Knolls tomorrow. Be keeping an eye on that and all the great college football action. And uh, we'll talk to you again next week. All right. Thanks a lot, man. Have a good one, Cliff. Mark Greenhill, Golf Shop, joining us today here on Pirate Radio Live. We'll take a break. Come back when we return. Hour two of PRL. We will talk to Tony Dunn, C3 Podcast. Panthers, 0-2. Young out. What happens uh, in Seattle? We'll talk about it when we return. Pirate Radio Live and have our week three NFL picks after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Well, keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. And the Buccaneer Music Hall has all the fun for your Sunday fun day covered. Every Sunday, kick off the day at the Buck. The Buck has the largest 4K screen in Greenville along with 18 TVs so you don't miss a game. They'll have mimosa specials, a Bloody Mary menu, and pizza all day from Pizza Hut. And don't forget the weekly jersey giveaway starting at 5 o'clock. Score every Sunday at Da Buck. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Cliff. Da Buck. Da Buck. Oh, they also have Premier Security. Just saw a video of a robot sparring with a human and that's scary i bring up what how does it all end is it nuclear weapons or is it the robots taking over and destroying all humans tony dunn your thoughts we merge into one civilization Ah. neurolink so we and the robots become one together become a robot oh so our take li- us over. Or we, yeah, or we just assimilate. Like you have, do we have the ability then, if we become one, to live forever? Yeah, it's like RoboCop. Without, See, I, without I, the baby food. <laughs> <laughs> That's right up Tony's alley right there. Talking RoboCop, Terminator, that era oh, of gosh, film. I could do this all day. <laughs> In fact, you know what? That's more fun than talking Carolina Panthers. Do you wish Bryce had a robo ankle? (laughs) (laughs) All right, Tony, are you on board with Chandler's conspiracy theory? No. I thought you were. I I brought this up the other day. Uh, You think he's legit hurt? Yeah. yeah. Short week. Doesn't look like it. On the road. It doesn't look like it. They showed him walking, and he's there's no limp. There's no <laughs> nothing. Chandler, come on, man. he's walking. That can't be your. argument. I'm just trying to stick up to my. I don't know, but that theory. can't be a good your argument. If that is the case, then it's worse than we thought. 
What's like, worse? The Bryce Young performance. Well, I mean... Because everybody sat here. Look, as Carolina Panthers fans freak out about how terrible this start has been, have we gotten the pick wrong, people are saying no, already? it's too early no. for that, Right, exactly. If, if the team is protecting him willingly... Or you not protecting him, using this as an opportunity to get him some bench time and to maybe handle it different than they thought, then they're second guessing themselves already. And that's bad news. So it's okay oh, they for a, fan. Win a football game though. And they Well, I don't I don't think that all the if you want to win that bad and you don't care about the development of your number one quarterback in the process of winning that football game. You don't have enough confidence in that player at this moment. He hasn't played poor, that poorly to where it's He's like... not the problem. But there's more than one ways to develop a quarterback than just playing him in a game. But, well, I mean, okay. I mean, but why would Patrick you just Mahomes do that from week Alex one? Smith then? for a year. He did. You had Alex Smith, though, who was a playoff quarterback at the time. This is Andy Dalton, who hasn't been good in eight years. I wanted to come in here today and ask you about the Andy Dalton package. I'm sorry, I laughed out loud at that. Really? Yeah. Oh man, you know the I'm the only person that uh, thinks it was is a good idea. No, Chandler. I mean, I like it, but the you know the reasoning behind it, right? That they basically came out and said, "You have a little tiny man." They said that he's too small to have a quarterback sneak situation. I don't think they've said that that directly. I think I this. Is, look, we've been arguing over this in the on the podcast ad nauseum, and people are saying this is like, and there are people. There's three camps on the podcast about this. One is that it's crazy you drafted guy number one, and you're not even confident enough to run a QB sneak with the guy. Two is uh, that some people are just floored that you would ever take him off the field. Period for Andy Dalton. Is there a camp that just thinks it's funny that there's a package for Andy Dalton? Because I'm in that camp. <laughs> I wish. Actually, that's the fourth camp. This is my, my, the where I'm at is this, is look, is a QB sneak does not take a high level of uh, talent, right? Is that a lot of different people could go in there and, and execute that play. So if you do have a guy who you are, who is, you're trying to, cultivate into the face of your franchise in the long term future why is this is the one play where his talent is not necessarily needed to execute the play so why don't you just bring in somebody else to take the beating and also you got a little bit bigger of a guy too that maybe um, is a little bit better suited for that one single play I wish ECU would incorporate this and have Alex Flynn start and have some Mason Garcia plays and packages uh, because they're kind of two different quarterbacks with two different skill sets. The Saints love using Taysom Hill's package. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. He does a lot of things Andy Dalton can't. Like, I, I, I'm okay with having two quarterbacks playing a game and having packages. I just thought it was funny that Andy Dalton is one of those quarterbacks. Well, you can have Bryce Young back there to do a quarterback sneak, but your offensive line has to be sure to get push up front because with a guy like Cam Newton – or anybody like a Josh Allen, even if the the push is not there up front, with their size and their power, they can make a move for the first down. I don't but know. But with Bryce Young, if there's not no push up front, he's going to get smothered. So, I mean, it's like, all right, you put Andy Dalton in there, and he can either get a push, or we can see what he did last night 
or uh, Monday night and pitch it out, which I thought was a great play because everybody's thinking. I would take a shot right there. I would. Yeah, that would be fun. That would be fun. Um, I don't. I don't even know if I agree fully with that, but Chandler, because the being small actually, I think could be. A benefit in a QC. I see QB that state. Like you can under sneak. You sneak under the pile and then you kind of get lost in the pile and it's hard to tell if you got it or not. So they usually just give it to you. You crawl right under the center's legs. <laughs> uh, you you want to argue about something, Tony? Okay. Just for a moment. Yeah. Jamie says the Panthers fell for the bait of the media saying Young was the best quarterback. Maybe skill wise, but size disqualifies him. He's going to get murdered. Um, I think it's a fair point. That the Panthers heard NFL Live saying Bryce Young was the best and said we should take him? Yeah. that's Now, that's sad. Yeah, it is sad. No, I mean... That's concerning. Look, it turns out that these... Um, the power of discussion has a momentum <laughs> factor to it. And while I don't know if it, it happened specifically with Bryce Young in this case, I do know that it happened with Matt Rule. You know, and that the all of a sudden the buzz, the buzz, the but they can't. It's very hard for organizations to be impervious to the noise entirely. Well, I'm sure, and you put little feelers out there, and like Panthers.com could drop a Bryce Young working out with the Panthers and see what people say, and CJ Stroud working out with the Panthers, see what they say. Yeah, I don't know if it's as direct as like, oh man, we just turn everywhere we turn on the TV, but I think there's an indirect. It's kind of like a cooperative evidence to what you might believe yourself. And so as that noise is louder and louder from the outside and you, it starts to maybe help negate maybe some of the internal fears that you had about his size or something else. And, and look, as there is the power of propaganda, man. And it works for coaches. It works for a lot of different things. Tony Dunn joining us here inside the Pirate Radio Studios on a Friday I was trying to do something there. Were you trying to make a shadow puppet? No, I was trying to cut off, but Joey cut off the um, the can. I'll try it next time. Um, all right, let's get excited, folks. About football, not about our picks. <laughs> I feel like everybody is about the, football. We got the rainy blues, man. <laughs> we're talking about the Panthers. I know. Do you want to talk about the Commanders? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wait. Hey, we're we got the process blues. How good is Sam Howell? He's good. He's good. He's good. He's, good. He's, good. He's, good. He's really good. We were what yesterday? Oh, really to save Rod Rivera's job. Um, we were watching it yesterday or two days ago. Uh, the throw that he made to Terry McLaurin. Oh, those, man. those are the throws. Mm. That that if he can make consistently, it's whoa, what, <laughs> what nothing, no continue. Those no. are the throws that if he can make consistently, he's cigarette. going to be special in Washington, special. especially with Eric Bieniemy calling plays. He's like uh, Baker Mayfield. Sammy's Have so we seen so the impact a Baker Mayfield before he got broken? Have we seen the impact of Eric Bieniemy in the first two weeks? Well, I haven't. Clip, have you? Because I haven't watched your games. See, I don't know. I guess. I guess. Is he an offensive genius? Is the Andy does the Andy Reid it's tree gotta have bear an impact, fruit? Right? Like I don't I don't like to get into play calling and stuff like that. Like there's a reason why they call plays here, but I think he's utilizing your weapons to the best of their ability because we've already seen Brian Robinson be 
uh, just a stout running back in different situations. We've seen yeah. Antonio Gibson do nothing. Yeah, we saw him fumble and get the H out of here. He, uh, Guys. He's on my bench this well, week. Yeah, <laughs> he's going to be on my bench forever now. I just need to cut him. All right, let's do... Um, let's not do picks. Okay. I turned out that I am not good at picking football. Let's do... Would you let's rather... Talk about some of them. How many quarterbacks would you take right now over Sam Howe? Tua, yes. Zach, and I'm doing starting quarterbacks. Danny... Zach Wilson. Is Danny listening? Let's do this quickly. Mac Jones. <laughs> Zach Wilson. No. 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 Josh Allen. Yes. Mac Jones. No. Hell no. no. Why did you think about that? Lamar Jackson. Yes. Yes. Kenny Pickett. No. no. Deshaun Watson. Yes. No. I'm on a no. No. He's not broken. this Deshaun Watson. Give me Deshaun no. Watson. He's like this now. All right. I'm going to throw like a little half on that one. Uh, Burrow. Yes. No. Trevor. You said no? I hate Burrow. Oh, gosh. Trevor. Yes. Uh, Gardner Minshew. Yes. No. <laughs> I'm not even being the troll, dude. I'm, I'm being I'm serious. I'm half on that one. Uh, Ryan Tannehill. No. No. CJ Stroud. No. 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 Uh, Jimmy G. No. No, no, no. Mahomes. Yes. yes. Herbert. Yes. yes. Russell Wilson. No. no. Thank you. Dak, yes. yeah. Hurts, yeah. Yes. Jo- Daniel Jones, no. no. Uh, Jordan Love, no. <laughs> Jared Goff, yes. Yeah, probably so. Kirk Cousins, yes. Ugh. Yeah, I guess. Uh, and then uh, Fields. What about Bryce? No. <laughs> we ain't got there. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Sorry. You said, I mean, you were like, I'm and cool. uh, I'm Fields. going. If you haven't but seen you what said, I'm doing. And uh, Fields. I thought that meant it was the last one on the list that you were reading up. My bad. My bad, too. Fields? <laughs> no. Ritter? No. I see how no. I feel. Derek Carr? <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, Baker? No. No. Dalton slash Young? No. no. Um, Dang. Brock that hurt Purdy. my soul to say that. No, yes, yes. no, no. Yes. I'm going to put a half. I saw the best tweet about Brock Purdy, and it said... What, is it screenplay? No, he said... Uh, they, Sam Monson put this out. He said, Brock Purdy is undefeated in the regular season, and we still don't know if he's a good quarterback. <laughs> he's never lost he a regular season game. He's in the he, offense that he needs to be in, though. I mean, my that's my take. Kyle Shanahan, if we're doing a yeah. coach draft, is number if, one If you put me. him yeah. in... I Washington's agree. offense, I don't think he's not going to thrive like I, he I is think he's a good man. manager of the game, though, because, I mean, think about the playmakers he has around him. Oh, gosh. I mean, how can you not be good? I mean, even oh, yeah, Sam Darnold could screenplay and a little screen pass, and they're making no, a Matthew 10 Stafford. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Gino. No. 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 And Cardinals, no. 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 All right, Josh so three, six, nine, twelve, thirteen and a half. This is an interesting. So he's in the top half of quarterbacks right now. Oh man, he's top ten, baby. Well, <laughs> he's like he's like fringe top twelve. Two, two right games now. will put you into. The, you uh, know, um, Frank Wright was asked this today, where he's talking about Andy Dalton and how they're confident about him and his play. And he said, man, I can't tell you ever since I've, I've told people throughout practice, this guy can really play. He is the real, he practices well. He does all these things. So he's just talking glowingly about Andy Dalton. And he said, in my mind, 
he is one of the 32 best quarterbacks on the planet. All right, let's go down the and list. What I, yeah, and what I wanted <laughs> no, to kidding. say is, like, if you really could, if any of those reporters would said, all right, name me the quarterback that you would start him over. Like, who is starting that doesn't deserve to be? And I guess he would Josh just, Dobbs. that's what I was. I, I would probably yeah. rather have Dobbs at this point. Wow. He showed me some things the first two weeks. He's always been good, Dobbs. He's always played pretty well. And, uh, yeah. and again, when you use a term like on the planet, sure. Like he's better than everybody in the country of Europe at quarterback. He's better he's than 30, the country he met of 32. Europe. The continent. He was one of the, <laughs> yeah, was He's like, better uh, than any quarterback. He's better than everybody in Antarctica, Antarctica Africa, uh, New Zealand. Name them all. Whatever. Uh, Andy Dalton's better than all of them. The problem Iceland. is that doesn't matter. Look, can you name the seven continents? I think so. North America, South America, Europe, Africa, Antarctica, Asia. Come on, don't tell them. Hey, don't Australia. tell them. Australia. Okay, there you go. Boom. <laughs> nice. Hey, put me on the spot, baby. Yeah. You like that? All right, we need to take a break because uh, we got to. It's hot in here. We, that's because we're about to make picks and put you on the hot seat. Oh. You got a sheet? Tony, I think one of your issues is like last week, I was like, I'm going to be here in a week from now saying you picked the Jaguars to beat the Chiefs. You realize that, right? You're like, yeah. yeah. I do. All right. Let's take a break. And I'm tired of the Trevor Lawrence love. If he's so great, why can't he win a game where they only have to score 14 points? Because the field needs to be two inches longer. He would have had like eight touchdowns. (laughs) That was more. They got to work on their toe-tap game. Yeah. It was brutal. Two for Zay, I think. Two Two for for uh, Calvin Ridley. Ridley. All right. Back with the picks after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. The sidebar is the place to be this football season in downtown Greenville. Get your team together for dinner on the patio or inside starting at 5.30 Tuesday through Saturday. Or take a break from work and enjoy the tastiest food around for lunch Thursday through Saturday from 11.30 to 2.30. And on Sundays, enjoy a delicious fall brunch from 11 to 2. Make your reservation today by calling 751-0151. Follow the Sidebar on Facebook or or on Instagram at sidebar.greenville for more details. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Hi, we welcome in DB, Danny Bill, intern Dan. What's up, Dan? What's going on? Dan the man. We'll talk some baseball later on in Hour 3 with Parker Bird. He'll join us in the Pirate Radio Studios. Also, J.J. McLam at 5 o'clock just to talk about game day, what you need to know as far as tailgate, operations, everything in between. Coming up at 5 o'clock with J.J. McLam. Let's get to the picks. Right now, I'm one game up on Chandler. I have 18 wins this year. Chandler at 17, Joey at 16, Danny at 15, Tony at 14. Mm. 
so i had a uh, rough week it's, not last. it's tough to pick games in the nfl we're just going straight up no spreads and these are our records so tough right now it is tough to win or lose or what, is, what was the deal for quote it's tough to win games and still lose in the nfl or it's something like tough that? to lose games and still, and still <laughs> win <laughs> in the nfl yeah, that's why he's the best worst quarterback to win a super bowl you uh, cannot lose games in the nfl and still win <laughs> that's a good point is he wrong prove him wrong can we not agree you are here Guys, I don't know how much you've looked at this. Really good one o'clock slate, a lot of good games. Worst four o'clock slate in NFL history. Let me look. There's your preview. We'll get to it as we go. Titans Browns. Titans in Cleveland. Good game. You're gonna have a lot of narrow line games in this one o'clock hour that are gonna be tough to pick. Titans at Browns. Tony, you're in last, so you go first. I'm going Titans. I took them last week, and they won, right? They did off a field goal by Nick Folk. I'm taking them again this week. Give me the Titans as well, Chandler. I'm going to go Tennessee here. All right, Danny. Titans. Wow. Oh gosh. Joey, you want to be on an island? I am on an island. All right. You're on. You and Deshaun Watson together on an island. Were you on Brown Island recently? Yes. Yeah. Didn't work out for you last time. Back on it again. He enjoyed it. Falcons at Lions. Lions looked like they've looked in the last two years, losing heartbreakers at home in high-scoring games. Falcons are 2-0, and Chandler. Uh, Desmond Ritter had two opportunities last week to throw interceptions. They were both dropped. If that happens this week, it's not going to happen. Or it's going to happen. I'm going Lions at home here. They moved to 2-1. and one. I love that the Lions lost last week. This is a great bounce back. Beat a 2-0 and o team. This has Lions... Although they don't blow out a lot of teams, but no. I think they take care of business here this week. I'm on the Lions as well. Joey. Lions. Danny. I like the fighting Dan Campbells as well. All right. Lions across the board. Watch your kneecaps, folks. To take down the 2-0 and Falcons. All right. Let's go 2-0 and Saints at the Packers. I'm going to get Packers at home. It's their first home game of the season. Their first two games of the year were on the road. Hmm. Uh, Jordan Love going to be able to play in front of that uh, cheesehead crowd. Saints offense is not impressive. It's we saw that last good. week. Uh, and I'm going to say the Packers get it done at home. I'm with you. I'm rolling with you. Michael Thomas back? He was there last week. What a crybaby. I'm baby. saying, is he back? Oh. If, if you mean back to cry ba- crying for every play to be an offensive for a pass interference then yes he is back all right he's back did you also see he almost got killed by Derek brown i did in the yes. tunnel afterwards yeah a little kerfuffle money, in the tunnel my money's on uh Derek brown yes i take it y'all don't like michael thomas we do not okay. clearly tony you're going packers yes sir all right uh danny i don't know man i guess i think i told joey packers earlier and it's just because the fact that the saints played the panthers so poorly and that and like like Chandler said, it's, it's Love's first game at home, so I guess Packers. But I'm iffy on that. I'm gonna go Saints. Yeah, I got I a know. weird thing with the Saints here. I don't think they're that good offensively either, but I like their defense, and mm-hmm. I think they can do just enough. And Derek Carr has done it two weeks in a row. Big long ball in the fourth quarter the when that they need the it. Back of the yeah. defense. Yeah. yeah, he's the backbreaker. I'm gonna say he does it again in a close same game. same exact play twice. What's the line in that? Whose line is that? One. Anyway? <laughs> one, it really? it's one for the one Packers. Packers. Wow, yeah. Joey. Packers. All right, I'll be on a Saints Island there. Broncos at Dolphins. 
So a lot of somebody do it. Come on. I, I mean, I, a lot Crazy. of the gambling folks I talk to are on Denver here, mostly because it just looks so ugly and like it's uncomfortable, and you win sometimes that way. I am not willing to take the Broncos here. Is anybody? I just can't see the Broncos getting their first win of the season on the road, especially against the Dolphins, who have a high-powering offense like they do. I'm going Dolphins getting it done and going three and zero on the There's season. No way they keep up with the Dolphins. None. Yeah, that's tough to do. Uh, Tony, do you like seeing Sean Payton struggle? Yes. Okay, I thought you would. (laughs) I'm glad that can bring you some joy. Yeah. Uh, Joey. All right, and Danny. I am putting Mims in all my fantasy teams, though, this week. Who? Marvin Mims. Yeah. He was a commander's killer for a half. Yeah, he was. (laughs) All right, this is a stupid game. Oh. Somehow we're all... You know, I like to pick a tie every year. <laughs> tie? This might, tie. Be my, this might be the tie. I don't want to pick tie? either one of these bums. Hi. Who tie? is it? Chargers at Vikings. Oh, god! Both teams 0-2. Bum fest. Yeah, it is. I'm and they with... should be so much. They should win games. They have good players. Char- I'm going Chargers. Eckler is uh, listed as out. Which doesn't matter. They don't, do ever, use, they they don't ever use them. Both teams have had chances to win in their first two games, too coming down to the yeah. wire and just about every single one of them you're taking a Chargers. Um, minnesota's tanking for a new quarterback why he is not the problem I know. the problem is everything else you know how many rushing yards minnesota's averaging in their first two games 34 and a half nice the yeah. rumors that he might get tried to, or attempt to get traded to new york is rumbling around about right now too. wow it's kind of crazy minnesota minnesota all right they also just brought a in point line. They're not tanking. They just brought Minnesota, in a running back. Minnesota. Yeah, yeah I told you, this is a great one o'clock slate. Uh, Chargers, Vikings. I'll take Kirk at home. I'm gonna pick against the Chargers again. Nice, and I feel confident doing that. Chandler, I'm gonna go Minnesota at home. All right, and Danny. Yeah, I'm going Minnesota. Joey, I, I led you astray. I'm, I'm changing my pick from Thanks, what, what I was earlier. No, I You're I'm on, on an uh, island. Charger Island over there. DB. I've I've had a meaningless gripe all week. NFL power rankings do not matter at all. It's all just for us to talk about. I like looking at them, but I have been so irrationally angry at the power rankings this week because and it has nothing to do with the Commanders. The New York Jets. What do you think they would should be in the power rankings right now? Thirty two teams Out of in the all NFL. Thirty two. I mean, where would you put them in their current state? Bottom half. You have to wrong they are 11 in two of the power rankings i saw this week and it made me so what's mad what's the reasoning i don't know they're gonna win the super bowl like the ravens did <laughs> i mean can they do that i Isn't don't that, think that so. the they court- haven't won a game here's another <laughs> argument the got got their defense though i think is <laughs> I, what's yeah, really it's their defense oh i know that but that, so i mean they beat the bills so the Patriots are on the road at New York. And they're favored. And they're favored. So are the wow. Pats a top 10 team? <laughs> oh, gosh. You cannot lay off of this. this, this All right, is that's a go. good point, though. That's a good point. I do the same argument for everybody. Tony do you think already, they look at the lines when they make the Tony the has already rankings. seen this presentation I've done. I'm doing it all around town. Uh, Pats and Jets. Give me the Pats. Yeah, that's the correct answer. Mac Jones is... Pro football focus is third-rated quarterback with an offensive lineman full of chickens with their head cut off right now. So, mm, I'm going Jets at home. You're losing. Okay. 
Well, he's yeah. I mean, that, that's Tony's thing this year. Yeah. <laughs> he's already he's taking over the mantle. He's taking. You can get first pick <laughs> next year if you. Uh, Joey, what you got? I'm going with the Mormon Jets. Oh, okay. I see where you're going there. Storm Do the Patriots not have any Mormons on their roster? You need to check in on that, man. I'm Chandler, going with the Mormon at quarterback. Quarterback. Matt gets it done this week. He sure does. He sure does, Chandler. All right, there you go. Let's uh, take a break when we return. Game of the century, Bills at Commanders. <laughs> the rest of the 1 o'clock clock, clock state slate. Oh, my God. <laughs> the rest of the 1 o'clock slate. By the way, guys, Monday night doubleheader again. I'm a big fan of that. I like I've it. I've started to like it more and more. I like going Panther-Saints and having a second half to watch. I'll sacrifice... Less games on Sunday for like three o'clock or three, four o'clock games to have two Monday night games. Yeah, this four o'clock slate is blowout central. It is so bad. All right, we'll take a break, come back, make more picks after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Town Insurance is your premier independent insurance agency. From maximizing opportunities to minimizing risks, Town's insurance advisors offer expert professional advice to clients of all sizes. For personal or business insurance questions, call 756-8300 today. And Bud Light reminds Pirate fans to always stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Look at that, Chandler, on uh, X. John Moody is tuned in. Tuned in right by my house. Flags up at Elmhurst, ready to go in a little, what would you call that? What would you call that? Uh, An RV? A little camper. 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 That's the word I was looking for. A little camper. A little camper. (laughs) Got the camper set up. We're having a freaking game. Yes, sir. And it's coming up on Saturday against Gardner Webb. We're having a freaking game. And it looks like John Moody's having a freaking tailgate tomorrow. He is. All right, we'll talk to J.J. McLam coming up at 5 o'clock about that and what to expect tomorrow. Also, Parker Bird going to join us later on on the program. Back to the picks. Bills at Commanders. Credit to, I believe, the intern crew for riding with the commanders in Denver last week. I didn't have the onions to do it. And I'm not going to do it this week. I don't think they win, but I'm very excited about this game uh, against the Bills. Is anybody willing to take the 2-0 commanders? I'll take them. Wow. Washington at home. Taylor, if that happens, you know how happy I'm going to be next week. And that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping get I get his, the win, and I'm hoping that you are in good spirits next week. going to get off his high horse about the Jets being top 15. He's <laughs> always going to talk about us. The Manders! Bills. Bills and Bills. Yeah. Fair enough. 
Texans at Jaguars. Anybody going Texans here? No. Negative. Jags are my, and this is a little scary, they are my survivor pick, but coming off a loss, I think they clean it up, get a win. We're all going Jags. Colts at Ravens. Anybody willing to take the Colts here? I'm taking the Colts. I'm riding I'm riding Minshew. If Richardson was playing, I probably would have taken the Colts. Huh. Well, he's going the exact opposite of that. <laughs> I know. It's just silliness. But. Lamar has not been playing well. And that's not, why I was going to take. But. He's not been playing well. He's got injury issues as well. But he's still going to play on them. And Minshew came in 19 for 23. I like it. I will take the Ravens. Chandler's taking the Ravens. I'm going to take the Ravens. So Joey will be on Colts Island. Good luck with that. All right. Here's the awful four o'clock slate. Panthers at Seahawks. Do you have a chance in this one, Tony? I have the Seahawks defense isn't very good. Um, and our offense isn't very good. So, no. <laughs> okay. He sums it up. Uh, Seahawks came alive last week after a shaky week one against the Rams. They, uh, do what they do, and that's give the ball to DK, give it to Lockett, uh, Walker. Like they've got some weapons. Yeah. Gino looked good. I'm going to take uh, the Seahawks at home. Sounds like uh, Tony is as well. And so am I. Oh, okay. Joey. <laughs> Joey. I'm going with Panthers. No way. I haven't backed my team He's all season long. I have to. Yeah, back why start now? You picked them last week. Last Dalton guy. Last time I went to Panther game, it was last week. Panthers versus. No, I didn't. I picked Saints last week. Mm. I'm looking at the paper. Talking to know. your mic. I picked the Saints last week. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and uh, Danny, you're going to go with the Seahawks. Yep. Bears at Chiefs. Do we even have to play this game? No. Nah. That's what the Bears are saying. By the way, Bears this week had the Justin Fields press conference. Is it the coaching or is it not the coaching? Then he had to do a, a walk back. another press conference later that day. Then you had the Allen Williams stuff. I was going to ask you, are you following that, Tony? That seems like something you'd be into. I tried to get into it, and then they said it was all fake. Really? So like that's, house rating thing? Yeah. Right? yeah. And then, but supposedly they said the house rating for that guy was not true but then they failed to say for the other two people mentioned in it that it wasn't true well they said that they rated house hall too yeah i don't know what's going on how about the peanut tillman thing that's 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 so cool he's an fbi FBI just so cool so is he really an fbi yeah Yeah. that that is i can see that that is is very true i'm not 100 percent sure he is i know for a fact he totally is he like did like an internship with them right Mm -hmm. after he retired and then he just pursued it have you seen the latest bear story there's more? They had over $100,000 worth of equipment oh, yeah, I from didn't Soldier that. Field on Wednesday night. That was, that's probably why they raided the house. <laughs> so Maybe it was the FBI that took it and they didn't count for it. <laughs> they stole gators, lawnmowers, <laughs> and all kinds. <laughs> that is so I got a question. Do you just drive those out? I guess. Like, how do There's you get them out? There's got to be cameras somewhere around that stadium that just sees people like just driving off on <laughs> no, horses. I bet it's like an Ocean's Eleven thing where they just all load it into a truck and just drive off, and nobody nobody bats an eye. It's like a convenience store. They the guy forgot to hit record on the cameras <laughs> at Soldier Field, and sorry, no cameras. Uh, we're all taking the Chiefs. Anybody want to take the Cardinals? I'll tell you this: Cardinals first half wouldn't be a terrible bet. Why? Because they have looked awesome in the first half. It's not going to. You matter. know why, Danny? Because they're giving their fans what they want to see, and that's competitive football. And, and still lost. finding see, a way to lose. And, it. See yeah. a, and see a lead for a good part of the game. If you look at like tanking one hundred and one, this is how you do it. Who yeah. did the Cardinals play week one? 
the command commanders and they played wow, John, going all and they NFC got East. That's right. Wow. They used to be in the NFC East. Arizona? Yeah. yeah. What kind of sense does that make? None. Well, it's just like the Panthers and San Francisco were in the same in the division. West. Went, yeah. yeah. One point. I tell you, Danny, before day. you came along, find out say we the were NFL. So what happened is the NFL is doing what college does now. Or right, they used to do, and that is make these conferences Conference. that have no geographical sense to them. Correct. Uh, Tampa Bay, NFC Central, used to play the Bears, Vikings, and Packers every year, and Lions. This is what we Astros. get for naming uh, divisions with geogra- geography as a thing. It's yeah. like it wouldn't matter for college if you didn't call it the Atlantic Coastal Conference. And without... They just called it the all something all with, coastal conference all, all, that. Co- yeah, all, all coastal. coastal you have to be on the i have to be on a coast to be in the conference <laughs> without rivalries, so iowa is <laughs> without rivalries the cowboys wouldn't still be in the east probably because it makes no sense but yeah. they have the rivalries with all those teams sunday night this is pretty ugly but it could be a close game steelers at raiders what is up with the ugly primetime games lately they put the hacky sack not the hacky sack what's that you know, you know what I'm talking about? Raiders. Like, yeah. Okay. Steelers. I have no clue what you're it's talking the, about. I know about hacky it's like, it's, it's like the clown song that they play at like circuses and stuff, and they played it to all the Browns and Steelers highlights from last week. Oh, like the fumbles. Oh, fumbles oh yeah. That was wild. Yakety sacks. Yeah, yakety sacks. You, you know what I was talking about. It took a while, but we got yakety it. Sacks. Yakety sacks. Yakety sacks. Joey? Raiders. Hacky sacks. Oh, man. I don't know if I see myself picking the Raiders this I'm year. picking the Steelers. I am, too. And I don't really believe in them like I did at the beginning. They have of the, the year. greatest defensive player on the planet. Sure do. What? You're going Steelers, Danny? Yep. And Chandler, you're going with Pittsburgh. Joe, you're on a lot of islands this week, my man. Yeah, this I could be it, a big week for you. I've made it a point to pick different teams this week. I wanted to switch it up. Maybe I'll, it'll go in my favor or not. Probably not. You have TJ Watt over Micah Parsons. I was thinking mm. Nick Bosa when you first initially said it. It was, uh, uh, um, who was J.J. Watt put that out. I did. He said that he is the greatest defensive player on the planet. I think Nick well, Bosa that's nice to say than, about your brother. Yeah. I think Nick Bosa is better than Michael Parsons. I, oh, yeah. Okay. Chase Young is in the chat. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh I thought it was Brian okay. Burns. He immediately got disconnected. Yeah. <laughs> he got, immediately got kicked. Uh, Eagles at Bucks. He immediately tore his hamstring looking at his computer. <laughs> he looks really good on the sideline, though. He played He's well got a last detached week. retina now. He looked good last week. So I don't necessarily like these Monday night games, but I hope they're good. Eagles at Bucks. I can't wait to see the Eagles just dominate the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. I, do, I don't know. I cannot wait to see. I it. see it being a prime time pooper against the, like they did like the, commanders, like, the commanders like they did last year, where they dropped a game at home. I could see it. I'm telling you, well, it could take happen. Take it. Put your money where your mouth I'm is. I'm not gonna, but it could uh, happen. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what? You told me Eagles like two hours later. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, it could happen. I would not be surprised. Anybody going Bucks? Negative. Just out of curiosity, let me see what that spread is. Uh, Rams at Bengals. What's the update on Joe Burrow? He is expected to play. Five point I believe. Eagle favorites. Do the Bengals start 0-3? I'm taking the Rams. Yep, Rams. I'm going Bengals at home. Mm. I'm picking the Bengals one more time. I am as well, and then they let me down last week. Yeah. All right, Chandler, you're going Rams. No, Bengals. Oh, sorry. Who's going it's Rams? The interns. Me and Joe. Interns. You young bucks. Back, in, back in the old man. Yeah. Puka How about is that? Go off. 
Um, Billy Parker asking our predictions for Colorado, Oregon. Oh, I think Colorado covers. I think they yeah, lose. I think they do cover. Yeah, I'm with Chandler on there. You're gonna take the Cl- old Clemson quarterback over. He's at Oregon State. Oh, but that was a classic Tony. That was right there. Um, no, their quarterback is Bo Nix, who played. Oh, who's like 30? Back Auburn, when Auburn we watched Tigers. college football in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you got in that game? Like, what do you think? I'm happens? going Colorado, Can man. I'm on. I am Buffalo. I th- I believe the over under was 70, and I think yeah. that is buried. And I believe it's. I think they score like 100 points in that game. I, I think it's big man that's going over on the. Uh, on the total, on the but, total of the game, dude. I don't know. I, I think the fact that Travis is out is that does big, hurt. but I both offensively and defensively, people don't see that. People I watched that Colorado State have some big plays offensively, and that just and how you yeah. got Oregon and USC coming up. I think Colorado gives up fifty plus. That's what I'm saying, it's, and scores like. Either way, it's going to be extremely fun to watch. Twenty-eight to thirty or something, but yeah, I'll take Oregon. Yeah, Tony. So I hope you're to. right. I'd love to see the prime. Oh, story I'm continue. I'm all about it. All right, good job, fellers. I say good job. We we successfully picked games that we're not going to win. Great job, but guys. good job doing. Great that. job today, but on Sunday, yeah. everybody was able to pick a game, and that is awesome. Tony uh, had a late night losing fifth quarter show the other night, basically yeah. the post game show. Yeah. So welcome to my world, and uh, you guys will be back at it on Sunday as well. Yeah, where I'm hosting the Friday, I'm filling in tonight on the Friday free for all. So go come hang out with us. It's your opportunity as a fan to be the host of the podcast. We Cody dropped a film room today. Um, so we got a lot of content that's been coming out, man, and our numbers have been fantastic. So, oh, Mega Mingo is our thing right now. We play Mega Mingo every Sunday, and I made a ming- a bingo card with like four plus sacks, and so we've been checking it off, checking it off. When we hit a mango, we're giving away a Jonathan Mingo jersey. So you got. I like a- that idea. Yeah. Is uh, showing Bryce Young's parents on the card yet? Oh it needs gosh. Like, gosh, no, dude, that would have been. Nuts. They would have. That would have. We had to check. You would have got Mingo just with that. Yeah, I mean, have you ever seen? I guess there's only one parent that they show more than them. Who is? Uh, gosh, they always show. We got to take a break, Cheryl. Okay, who is the parents they always show now to? Uh, uh, oh, it's uh, the defensive end for the Lions. Hutchinson, sitting in the last row of the top step of the stage. And they're like mic'd up, and they're <laughs> yeah, doing their yeah. own show during yeah. the actual game. Yeah. Thanks, Tony. Thank you. Uh, will Parker Bird be in studio, asked Pike? Yes, he will. That's coming up this hour, as well as J.J. McLam. When we return, let you know what you need to know if you're going to the game on Saturday. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Tiebreakers is open every day at 11 a.m. and is the best place to watch your favorite sports while enjoying the best wings in town, along with sandwiches, appetizers, cold beer, and more. 
Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. Tiebreakers in Greenville at Bells Fork, in downtown Winterville on Railroad Street, and coming soon on Greenville Boulevard in the old Pizza Inn location. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Friday coming up uh, just a little bit, 15 minutes or so. We'll talk to pirate baseballer parker bird and uh get an update on his road to recovery and uh trying to get on the diamond and we'll talk about uh what he's been up to this summer uh that's coming up in just a little bit but right now we'll go out to the pirate radio live line and talk to jj mclam and get you ready for east carolina gardner webb what you need to know if you are going to the game on saturday jj appreciate your time how you doing man Doing well. Doing well. Trying to uh, stay dry this afternoon. Yes, sir. And, J.J., we talked about it last time you were on, the amount of meetings and prep that goes into a home game here at East Carolina. And now we throw a little uh, weather wrinkle in there. It's even more of a headache. But how about – we'll start there, J.J. Any any changes in uh, tailgate times, things like that, as far as the game for Saturday? What are we looking at right now? No, no, we're still all systems go, uh, you know, normal plans as usual with our tailgating and lots opening. And, you know, we're just asking our fans when they come in to, uh, you know, use caution, be careful, and, uh, you know, make sure they plan for the weather uh, accordingly for their trip to Dowdy Ficklin. Lots opening at noon for tailgating, JJ? Yes. Okay. That is a normal six hours prior, so they'll open at noon, and Carl and Connie Rogers' uh, area will open at noon as well, and then stadium gates. Two hours prior at four o'clock, and then uh, kick off at six. And everything normal as far as tents, everything allowed out there. Uh, could be some wind, but as of right now, everything is a go. Yep, everything's a go. And what we're asking our people is just use caution and you know use your best judgment uh, when you're out here setting up for your tailgates and uh, as you're partaking. And we, you know, as we did last last home game, we asked people to come early and come on into the stadium and uh, you know use caution when you're coming. And yeah, we'll reiterate that uh, because we've wrapped up the Bud Light pregame tailgate and rode over to the stadium and we're walking in uh, about 10, 15 minutes after it kicked off probably and saw a number of what looked to be students, uh, JJ. Maybe the older fans were able to go ahead and get in there, but students uh, forming a long line there. So yeah, everybody get there early. And speaking of the students, JJ, I I gave them major props um, after the game against Marshall. Awesome turnout in the Boneyard and I hope those students and uh, and fans families are back this weekend well we do too and you know you're correct our students have done a phenomenal job for the first home game against marshall the support we had uh at our student tailgate over on treasure island lot uh was phenomenal and you know we're encouraging our students to come back but the, this weekend with parents weekend we're looking forward to uh to having the students and their parents here as well J.J. McLam joining us, East Carolina and Gardner-Webb, 6 o'clock kickoff at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. Uh, I know you guys will be monitoring the weather tonight, J.J., and before the game. And if there are changes, where would you you put those changes, J.J., if there are changes as far as social media, emails, things like that? Yep, yep. I would say uh, have our fans, uh, you know, look at all of our social media platforms, uh, ecupirates.com, and then if there is something that we need to get out, we will – brief our media folks so uh, all of our media outlets would get it as well so we could communicate it out then jj uh now all, all that's left to do is get a win out there right uh pirates need to pick up that first w on saturday you, you feeling confident about that part of it i do i feel i feel very confident in uh, coach houston and his staff and uh as we're prepared for uh for this weekend anything else uh jj we need to know about uh saturday no i would just encourage our fans to uh to come early and 
and get here and get inside Dowdy Ficklin and be prepared as we take on Garner Webb. All right, JJ, thanks for joining us. Have a uh, successful day tomorrow, man. We'll talk to you again soon. All right, thanks, guys. All right, there is JJ McLam. So tailgate opens at noon. No restrictions, no changes as of right now. Just going to ride out this storm, have a fun Maybe a little wet pirate tailgate, but I don't know. I've seen uh, folks talking about that it's uh, looking a little better and better as far as uh, the game itself goes, where uh could be some precipitation, of course, on Saturday, but get that out of here and uh, have a clean game on the field. DB, what do you think? I'm in favor of it. I would <laughs> like a win. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. You're doing a um, – I asked the players last week, what do you guys do for like a – football game day a saturday a work day for you guys yeah so normally we will have stuff in the morning and as obviously as scrimmages get started it will be more kind of hectic around the times of when we can go to the field where we can park all that good stuff because the lots open at a certain time so we gotta get in there pretty early and get it out of the way so we can obviously watch football ourselves and hang out with each other and then um you know let the lots open up so all the fans can come tailgate and stuff but your sources are correct it looks pretty good for tomorrow i think tomorrow night it should be pretty died down by probably pregame warm-ups um, and then shouldn't be raining the rest of the night. It's got 25% chance the rest of the night. So hopefully we can get a dub. No doubt. We need it. Lord, uh, Lord knows it. And I still haven't seen a line. I will. No, I, I was looking that up when we were making our picks. Still is not. I guess I, we'll see it Saturday morning. I don't. I guess. Is, is that. So I was curious. Is the FCS thing the reason why? It yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I asked Nadeau yesterday, and he said maybe Friday, but. I remember a lot of these come out like Saturday, day of the game. You'll see lines pop up. What do you think it is? Um, my initial thought was seven and a half. They do was thinking double digits. Really? I don't think it's double digits. Because I just, off the top of my head, I mean, Gardner Webb played at pretty good, and I just think that it's going to be, I think seven and a half is correct. Uh, Josh, sorry I missed your question, and it's never too early to uh, to be prepared. He said, I'm a little ahead of myself, but what we'll time will the tailgate lots open for the Thursday night game? Uh, we'll have JJ on before that to talk about that, Josh. But I like your preparation because if you fail to prepare, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail is what I was trying to say there. I believe that's it. Yeah, give or take. Yeah sounds good let's take a break uh when we return parker bird will join us in the pirate radio studios we're gonna talk commanders for 45 minutes <laughs> because he is a fellow fan big park maybe a, maybe a little baseball as well uh we will take a timeout. come back you got a question for parker you can get it in on facebook youtube or the x we'll be back with you on pirate radio live after this You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. East Plumbing, Viva Electric, and Roland Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form New Blue Service Group, offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Same great local team, same great local service, just a new name. 
For plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services, go to callnewblue.com. That's callnublue.com. New Blue Service Group, where we are redefining service excellence. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, back with you on Pirate Radio Live. Was trying to uh, put a positive spin on the weather. John Moody, who we uh, saw earlier, has the camper ready to go. Says the storm is starting to pick up strength. We could have a hurricane at landfall tomorrow. All right, great. Sounds like a fun tailgate coming up for yeah, they just, Gardner Webb. Yeah, they just issued a hurricane watch for much of the North Carolina coast. So awesome. So awesome. Yeah. Well, we will be playing football tomorrow night, hopefully. ECU Gardner Webb Pirates trying to pick up their first win of the year all right joining me inside the pirate radio studios east carolina infielder parker bird joining us parker good to see you man how you doing doing great man good uh good to be back feel like it's been been a while yeah and you've been a lot of places since uh we last (laughs) talked to you but glad to have you back here in the pirate radio studios and parker want to talk baseball with you and obviously we'll talk about uh the other things and you've been involved in a lot you have been uh around so uh, i want to talk about that too so and i want to talk about recently we were going to have you on wednesday uh but we moved it to friday and uh could you tell us what you've been up to this week yeah so this past week i had to go back out to chicago where my prosthetist uh he's in chicago so i had to go back out there and get my prosthetic refitted and the other one's getting a little too big just because my limb was shrinking so much and it was causing sores and stuff so um, we just went back out there and got it refitted, and now everything's all good, and I'm back back at it. So good to hear. And uh, you're getting around. You're uh, how comfortable are you right now with uh, with the prosthetic and uh, situation? It's, it's definitely an everyday process. It gets better every single day. You know, um, I was actually kind of a little nervous when I was getting back out there with the guys, but just being back out there, it kind of just comes back natural. So um, it just builds more confidence every day. I want to talk about your baseball summer and your your summer in general so uh tell us what you've been up to this summer as far as a the baseball side and b uh the other side where, where you've been right so i've been a lot of training um i had a couple of vacations with my family but then i got the opportunity to also go up to the hamptons to speak for challenge athletes foundation so that was pretty cool they had a big fundraiser up there and it's the annual fundraiser with a bunch of very high class people and um, I got to speak on behalf of Challenge Athletes Foundation and the impact they've had in my life. So, I mean, it was pretty cool just giving back to them because they're, they're the ones that provide me with the grant for my leg, and they've done a bunch of great things for a bunch of great people. So um, just had a very busy summer traveling and um, trying to get back onto the field. And I've seen you in videos, pictures with kids who uh, who are going through issues, and you yourself are still a kid, old kid, young man. Uh, but you know, how many kids' lives do you think you've touched right now? Just uh, with with your story, what you're going through, and and kind of giving them something like, hey, it's not the end of it. There's a lot lot to look forward to. Yeah, it's um, it's definitely very cool to see because I don't really see the impact I have on an everyday basis, but when I do, it's it's pretty cool just to see that I can actually help somebody because I've been in their shoes or been at least in a similar situation. So um, it's just very cool just to see me help in some form of way. And I recently got in touch with a kid from Raleigh that got into a boating accident and ended up losing his arm. But uh, just he was here in the hospital in Greenville, so I got to go visit him. And it was, I mean, it was pretty cool because I was there a year ago from around this time. So 
just seeing him kind of motivated me just to keep going and just keep pushing so uh leonard on x says tell parker hope he gets his first at bat as a pirate this spring he's an inspiration to pirate nation so so how about ab's and getting on the field and and what kind of work you're going to be able to do uh this fall with the baseball team yeah um i will just kind of see how it goes and uh i think it's just more of a week-to-week process with that and uh, hopefully I can contribute in any way possible. And, I mean, if it's just a pinch hit roll this year, I'm just happy to be back. So, Yeah. What are you able to do uh, in the batter's box right now? Uh, I'm back. I mean, full-time in the batter's box. Uh, I feel comfortable, and uh, I think we, we're starting pitcher hitter soon, so hopefully I can start seeing live ABs instead of just off a machine or BP. So, And obviously the, the, the power you can generate, like a lot of things have changed, I'm sure, with your swing. So how was that adjustment? I mean, you, you've made a million adjustments, right. learning how to walk again and yeah. things like that. How about as a hitter, something you've done your entire life, something that had become second nature to you probably? How did you have to adjust your, your swing and all yeah, that? Yeah, so um, I, at first me and my dad were just trying to wing it and just trying to figure everything out. But obviously I don't have a right ankle anymore, so... So the squishing the bug method's kind of out the window. (laughs) So um, I started hitting with Lance Martin at Next Level a good bit and uh, the coaches at ECU as well, and they both helped me a lot just to get back uh, with a couple adjustments. And I do a little scissor motion now with my back leg instead of twisting the bug because I can't really do that. So, um, But that just allows me to get my hip through and um, really just my swing feels normal again. I mean, it was – it was definitely a minor adjustment, but uh, it feels feels really good now. So we're happy to have you back, Big Park. <laughs> I'm glad to be back, baby. We're excited. Yeah, it's um, gonna be fun. You looking forward to the scrimmages soon? It is gonna be really cool, and they're open to everybody to come watch. And like you said, the ovation you're probably gonna get when you do get your first event in the spring is gonna be awesome too. But to kind of get back in the game experience, I can only imagine what that's gonna be like. Yeah, man, it's gonna be cool. I mean, I think we have. Do we have Clemson first? Yeah, Clemson, yeah. the weekend of the – I think it's the October 15th and the following week we're in Virginia. Yeah, it's going to be cool, man. I'm, I'm excited to see some some pitching, and um, I know we're going to get started with live, live ABs off of you all soon, but just to see another team, pitchers are yeah. going to be pretty cool as well. Parker Bird joining us inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Danny Beal here as well. How about the role of your teammates in this and, of course, the coaching staff and Cliff Goblin, uh, the encouragement. You're getting encouragement from a lot of areas, I'm sure, Parker. But what does that mean to have the, the team behind you during uh, this road? I mean, it's been everything. Ever since uh, my accident happened, they've always been there for me. And uh, just seeing seeing the support they show me kind of keeps me motivated just to keep going and it would have been very easy for people to quit on me, but, I mean, the whole entire East Carolina community and coaches and family here and teammates have just been extremely supportive, and, I mean, I'm very grateful and blessed to have them. Were you big into the, the weights before, like in high school and everything? And, and but Because now that's something right. you can still do, right? I mean, you can yeah. get in the weight room, get big. What, what yeah, about that? I've always been a big lifter. Um, I, I just always found love in it, so – I used to work out probably three to four times a day in high school. Kind Man. of got really obsessed with it in high school. So uh, I think it's always something I can rely on and fall back on. So just a trainer, I've always always loved it. How about the uh, the throw? And talked about your throwing motion and that. How much are you <laughs> throwing, catching those yeah, kinds of things? So I'm throwing every day. Uh, it's it was definitely weird, more just on the lower body aspect of it. Right. But um, the first time I threw it, it was a weird feeling. Just the <laughs> have that motion and back again but 
Um, it's, it's good. I mean, just being mobile again and moving my feet like an infielder has been a process, but it's finally getting there. Baseball is such a like repetitive thing uh, that you have to do and train and like you see these pitchers in the the majors when they used to hit in the National League and look like they had never picked up a bat in their life but like seven years before that they were the best hitter on their team probably but yeah. it just goes to show so like just having that taken away from you for that amount of time it's uh you got a lot of catch up to do and yeah, and and, and sure. right now maybe uh, hopefully you're called back up right yeah it's it's been a process but I'm back so. It has been really cool to see you take ground balls at third base, though. It's uh, just like it because you, you hear so, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you hear so much like about obviously that we had some guys here last summer when the accident happened, and then you kind of come come back to school and you see everything that he's been through and everything like being a part of his journey has been such a privilege for not only me but the entire team as well and the coaching staff obviously too. But like all of this hard work that he's put in is going to come to fruition. I don't mean to just because you're here say all this stuff, but I'm just saying, you know what I mean? We're always, yeah. we're always here for you, but it's very cool. And I can't, like I said, I can't wait till you actually do get that bat in the spring and the crowd erupts and you going to be pretty Lord, cool, man. Good Lord willing to get a hit. So. That's right. Get a double. You already got <laughs> like got a double. You got your walk up music Literally. playing. Yeah. <laughs> you got your walk up music ready? Uh well, my sister said that I need my first walk up song to be footloose. So I think that's He's been he's been waiting for that yeah, one dude, for a I while. Cannot wait, bro. <laughs> he was telling me that last spring, he's like, dude, you're gonna love my walkout song. He's like footloose, all right. So, so I have got to do that, at least for the first series yeah. or first at bat. It's only but, right. Yeah, has to fit very fitting very very <laughs> i like it parker bird joining us got a question for parker or db uh, talking a little pirate baseball here on a friday edition of pirate radio live been fun to catch up with you guys uh we've had i think we'll have ryan mccrystal back on wednesday ahead of philly and washington oh be a lot of junk talk going on there probably Good washington baby and uh wyatt and jake joined us last friday that was fun to hear from those guys and uh so db when uh when do the team on team activities begin is that this weekend is that started now? today oh, yeah, okay good started today we had obviously the hurricane incoming isn't really ideal but um we had live ab's today um no no infielders or anything but we had a couple pitchers throw a bunch of hitters uh facing those guys so it was actually cool to see you know actually live on live instead of just bullpens and like barker was saying off a mount or off of like a coach or bp or whatever off a machine but um we'll do pitcher hitter this week start scrimmaging next week and then hit the ground running and then obviously face those two teams as Parker mentioned before in the middle of October and then bring it on home with the uh purple gold first weekend of November so are you uh you a picker a captain you think or who's making the selections it's funny that you mentioned that because I brought that up to our director of player development the other day and I'm like just out of curiosity like who do you think because it was Cam Colmore and Matt Bridges my freshman year two fifth year or six years makes sense Sophomore, I believe Six it was, years. yeah, crazy. <laughs> College forever. Zach and Ryder for, so that was two years ago. And I believe last year, who was last year, Parker? Do you remember? Um, for the purple gold? Yeah. Was um, it Sailor Spivey? Yeah, I think yeah. it was Sailor Spivey. Sailor Spivey? Maybe Hoove. He, I'm sure he was just like a guest, yeah. something like, I don't know, college game, I guess, something like that. But anyways, I, this year my point was I am hoping that I am. I don't, yeah. Coach Godwin, you if you're watching, your Coach Godwin, if you're watching, please, for the love of God, let me be a captain. But I don't know. <laughs> it'll be interesting because we have so many older guys, and it'll be, it'll be a nice little pick. Or my, my guess is you and Clutch. 
I don't know. I, I hope I'm on the same team as Clunch. Yeah. For, for all of you that know. <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's take a break. We'll come back more with a Parker Bird DB. Surely, uh, let's give something away. It is Free Beer Friday. How about a case of Bud Light that can be yours? I, saw, I heard this for the first time Wednesday when you went to practice. I was like, no way. Pretty good. We needed a new one for George Strait. Have you heard him? George Crooked. Yeah, yeah that's what Chandler said. George uh, Jamie asking, who does Parker root for in the NFL? Oh, we'll talk about that. Uh, yeah. We'll talk about that in detail oh, when we come back. Uh, but right now, we're looking for caller 12, 317-1250. You can be a winner. Bud Light, official beer of the Pirates and uh, sponsor of the Bud Light pregame tailgate. We got a case for you, and we got more when we return after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Country Mart has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years and is your premier country store serving the best cheese, biscuits, and country food around. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. And both locations are top-of-the-line fuel stations serving shell gas, including 93 ethanol-free high-octane gas. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now let's head back in. Oh, and congratulations to Todd Garris of Winterville, our big Free Beer Friday winner. Now back to you, Clip. All right. Thank you, Shirley Rhodes. Thank you, intern Dan, a.k.a. Danny Beal, on the video production today. Chan Man hanging out here. Big Dog has split. We'll see him again Saturday. Man, we got a, another day of full coverage for you. Oh, speaking of, we were, I was, I was waiting. About, I, I told Danny, I said, you want to see something funny? <laughs> Where are you? Oh, my God. So, during, I was talking about watch parties with... Uh, Parker a moment ago because he went to a commanders game last year. We actually did a watch party for Giants Commanders, but um during that Virginia ECU watch party, we got in emo. We were very emotional because the pirate season was coming to an end and actually sang uh that song. By <laughs> Maybe Blink if we had all watched that on the bus on the way back to the hotel, it would have made us feel a lot better about the situation. I don't know. I don't uh, think a so. lot worse. <laughs> sure Coach God would have loved that. Yeah. Uh yeah, so uh that was uh that was tough. DB you didn't screw that up, did you? Not that one. The year before though. You remember yeah, that one? Yeah, yeah I remember three? you screwed that one. I remember yeah. that. Ivan Melendez. <laughs> I don't want to say his name. And we're gonna flip it back to you. <laughs> he controls the video, Parker. You gotta be careful now. Okay. Alright. But uh yeah, that was that was uh fun and, and not so hey, fun time. I mean that guy was a didn't he lead the college and home runs that year so i am in the history books the home run that he hit broke chris bryant's record oh wow i mean that's pretty good company so yeah congrats coach knight doesn't like to talk coach knight doesn't like to talk about it more than i don't like to talk about it so it's <laughs> it's it's not a not a great topic of discussion it's all right man i remember yeah, before that kenny in texas is coming in and you hear about this guy and you're like man he's Come on, we've seen good players all year, and then you see him in the. He is a pretty imposing figure. He's a, he's a big dude, and he's also like twenty seven. 
<laughs> yeah, he was, he was. He literally was 23-24. Yeah. Mayhew struck him out the, his first two at-bats yeah. in game one, so I'm like, this guy ain't, that ain't nothing. But he did hit one in the game one loss, right? Also hit one that landed across the street. Yeah. So. Yep. Sure did at your house. It literally landed at my house. Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks. Yep. Uh, speaking of minor leaguers we will talk to the california league closer of the year coming up on monday <laughs> zach agnos still crazy for me to say and and i'm gonna tell him like not that i didn't believe in you zach but like you were our I everyday think... shortstop our leadoff hitter how are you the closer of the year he'll, in minor league baseball he'll probably tell you that he you guys should have known all along and i was <laughs> i'm the best ever but i think even like jake or like some of us would have been like, I mean, I don't think we even thought he would have yeah. as much success as it's a pitcher, awesome. but he's proved us wrong. Absolutely. And how about Norby's week this week? And and they still haven't called. I mean, they're not going to at this point, which sucks, but he is absololutely balling. Phenomenal. He's seeing beach balls right now. He is. Awesome stuff. All right. All year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, really. You're right. He broke the record of Mountcastle, I want to say. Did he really? For most Orioles minor league home runs. Would hate to have that guy on my team in the majors for a pennant <laughs> race or something. I don't know. And it stinks because you are starting to see a bunch of call ups with the, what, expanded rosters, yeah, right? Yeah. They just called up Kerstad last week and he's just in a bad situation. Yeah. And, uh, but we'll see what uh, bright future, whether Very. it's with that organization or not. And, uh, how about the O's? They are uh, heading to the playoffs. Had a good trivia question the other night, Danny. You want it real quick? Maybe you and Parker Give can. Give it to me. So, and I'm going to make it even tougher for y'all. Yippee! Let's hear it. First time the O's have made the playoffs since 2016. Six, I thought it was 14. 16, I believe. Okay. They were in the wild card. Name, and the other night I said name four. I'm going to make y'all name five players in that Orioles lineup. Lineup in or, 2016. Lineup or playoff roster? In the starting lineup, in the batting order. Uh, uh, J.J. Hardy. That's one. Chris Davis. That is two. Aaron, Aaron Jones. No, Adam. A- Adam Jones. That is yeah. three. Well, all right. How many strikes do we get? Because this one might be a stretch. I'll, I'll give you uh, three strikes. Um, all right. You, Parker, you go again. I'm thinking, brother. Mark Trumbo. Yes. Really? Wow. wow. That was my big yes. one. All right. One more. Um, I mean, um, you could go pitcher. You could probably get no. Batting order Keiko only. Gosman? All right. I don't even know if he was on Batting that. order only. Uh, All right, so, so we got shortstop. You got first. You got outfield. You're missing. Two outfields. Uh, who's the uh, catcher, bro? Weeders. There it is. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Weeders. Yeah. Wasn't it Weeders? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Look at us, big part. Yeah. Come now. Come you on. Got, yeah. You got five, and you didn't even say Manny Machado. We don't need Machado. I don't like. I hate Machado. Uh, I forgot Machado was even. I don't even like Machado. Me and Parker need to go to AJ's on AJ's on Wednesdays. Random name played for the Braves. I remember him as a Astro. Michael Bourne was there. Was in the outfield for the. Oh wow! I was going to say center field, but Adam Jones was our center field. If we didn't get Weeders, I was going to say Delman Young just because of the fourteen. There's a double down the line. So if I do, like, there are some videos that really get me hyped up. And I'm not an O's fan, but that is one of the most, like, the explosive. Cra- the crowd, crowd pop. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So much cool, fun man. All right. Uh, Jamie asking uh, earlier, your your NFL team, you are a? I'm a Commanders fan. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Big and Washington I, guy. And I pointed out, without knowing why you are, I said it's got to be a family yeah, thing. It's my grandpa's a uh, Commanders fan, and my dad's a Commanders fan, and so it kind of unluckily got passed down to me, but we love it. I think it shows the type of person you are, Parker, to stick with it. Like, you, you know, it was given to me as well, a family right. thing. 
and uh, it'd be easy to go to a different uh, team. It is not cool to be a Washington <laughs> fan. No, it sure isn't. Nah, that's <laughs> nah, not. Danny good. is not jealous of us. No, I can tell you that. Not, not so credit cool. to you for sticking with it. Well, I appreciate it. My dad gave me a free pass to change teams whenever the, <laughs> the name change uh, yeah. happened. But I was like, man, it's. I've had this many years of struggle, I might as well just stick it out. So. Makes you tougher. It's the classic, oh, you're a Commanders fan? I'll talk slower. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, wait, aren't you a Pats fan? Yeah. Oh, for, his uh, bad years are coming, for, buddy. For a guy that's not even there anymore, so. <laughs> okay, buddy. <laughs> Count him. Count him. Hey, I mean, he's the goat. Count him. Here we go. He's the goat. I, I love Tom Brady. Sure is. Danny, your adulthood is going to be our childhood. Yeah. Well, honestly, at the I stand by this. I would have. I would not change any of it. I would rather have had all the Super Bowls. I mean, obviously, have Super Bowls in general, but have the Super Bowls be when I was growing up, True. rather yeah. than when you're. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit sweeter when you're like middle school, high school. <laughs> Absolutely. I know, dude. I'll, I'll always remember when the Braves won because I'm a big Braves fan. But dude, I literally cried, and I'm not a crier, but like, yeah, dude, dude, it's. I don't know. I could, I've never seen a championship, especially not with the Commanders. I mean, they they suck for a very long time. So, <laughs> so were you sugarcoated? <laughs> yeah, they're terrible. I thought we were about to have some magic. So you would have been what, like eight years old during the RG three year? Were you uh, watching yeah, that? Yeah, and then he tore his ACL. Yeah, that was such a fun year until that yeah. happened. <laughs> he was dude. He was a freaking star as a what? Was it a rookie year? Was it? Yeah, that was it. He was rookie, rookie of the year. They won their years. division. He came back to uh, the field the other day uh, back to Washington just uh, oh right yeah. yeah it was good to see him welcome back yeah. and all that did stuff did he step foot on the field or he still have PTSD I probably, <laughs> that I turf mean, is so bad there's actually a lot of quarterbacks that probably have PTSD yeah. from that Kirk At Alex Smith Alex Smith mm. RG three, RG three was Theismann that Monday night game. I that saw, was in that was in Real John. Wasn't it's not it? the same stadium, but oh, yeah, same same area. Yeah, yeah. Did you see? Have y'all seen the stat with the um, Alex Smith and the Joe Theismann? Uh, oh yeah, it was like literally stat, everything was right. like same team, yeah. same like time, same, same day. day. Yeah, it was weird. No, yeah, it was really weird. Script, scripted. Scott <laughs> says, uh, "What's tough is when it's you see be. your team leave in the middle of the night back in 1983." I guess he's referring to the Baltimore Colts. Yeah. 1983. Hate that for you. Yeah. I wouldn't thought of then. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope not. <laughs> we all uh, go through our tough times with teams. Even Danny's Patriots. He's feeling it now. And my yeah. Dolphins. Yeah, Charlotte. Well, you I, don't think of the Dolphins having that bad of a history, but they have not won a playoff game since. I have to look it up. Dolphins only, playoff trail. Only perfect team. Uh, I want to say thirteen. Only I no. thought it was 16. 16. 22 seasons without a playoff no win. Holy <laughs> that is the longest. The 2000 AFC wildcard was oh their last win. Surely, wow. I'm so sorry. That is hey, terrible. I'm not w- even- wait, 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 wait. 22 is- seasons is the last time we had the playoffs. Think about before that. Yeah, you had that's Marino. Fair. We had Marino. You guys had the perfect we, season. We, right, that's we, all you got. Seventy-two. That was before I was even born. <laughs> hey, at yeah. least you got it. <laughs> hey, it's, it's in the record books. So uh, yeah, the Dolphins. Uh, they they got their quarterback now. Shirley, you should be good. Should Two be a good time. To Two a time. It is. And the wide receivers. Y'all have a great wide receiver oh, yeah. core. I mean, with uh, Waddle and Tyreek Hill, there it's pretty exciting time to be a. Dolphin fan. So, Parker, you went to the Astro Stadium. What were you doing there? That, that was it's been a yeah, while back. Yeah, I'll tell so you. Uh, I got the opportunity to throw out the first pitch there, and um, I watched BP with the on-field BP pass. So, I mean, it was pretty cool just meeting all those guys and 
uh, obtaining knowledge from the best of the best. And, and Bregman. And Bregman, yeah. man, I talked to him for probably 15, 20 minutes. Cool. And, I mean, he just sat there and talked to me like I was a normal human being. It was pretty cool just because, I mean, that guy's a superstar. And he's sitting there telling me what was wrong with his swing and what he needs to fix and um, what he's doing wrong. So, I mean, it was just pretty cool just to hear those guys talk at such a high High knowledge for baseball. That's got to be good for any younger player to hear that even uh, Alex Bregman is telling you what's going wrong with him, right? Like, those guys go through the same stuff y'all do. He was sitting there telling me that uh, at the time he was in a slump. This was pretty early on in the season, so he wasn't hitting the best. And he was like, I'm hitting um, pop-ups to right field and line drives to left field, and I need to switch that. And he hit line drives to right field and fly balls to left because then they carry out. I was, and he told me exactly what he needed to do in his, in his swing and what he was doing wrong. And I just was like, holy cow, this is pretty and cool. And that's why you're playing professional baseball. Yeah, I understand now. And, and it was pretty cool because his hitting coach from, like, he's, like, 10 years old was, like, on the field uh, during his BP. And he would come over there, and, like, he was right beside me. And he would sit there talking to him, like, what he was doing wrong. And then – they were playing the Blue Jays that night, so the Astros hit first, and then uh, the Blue Jays came on to hit, and they told us to switch sides. And um, uh, Bregman's coach went over there because George Springer was coming back, and he talked to George Springer for probably 30 minutes, 30, 35 minutes. And, I mean, they were just sitting there talking baseball, and just uh, I think Springer, he was saying how frustrated he was just because – he was hitting everything hard, and it was just right at people. Yeah, and I think that's kind of the summary of his season this year too. But um, he was just saying what he was doing wrong, and he said, "I think I need moving up in the box at one inch." And he was like, "Yeah, you need to just." And he told him why, and I was just like, "Dude, that's crazy. <laughs> that, that small details matter." That's awesome. Yeah, and uh, you were out, and you're doing all that awesome stuff, and the jerk in me just couldn't help but tweeting out did you find jorge soler's home run ball oh, <laughs> that was great yeah. you gotta that. throw the jacket you gotta throw the jacket you gotta do it somebody's gotta do it why not you you didn't mention you were a Braves fan anyone anyway, or not. did you so yeah. uh the guy <laughs> probably better that way the guy the guy that's making the film on me eric cochran uh he made a film on this other guy uh, his name's landis sims he had no hands no feet and he plays high school baseball wow and um it's a pretty cool story, but he actually went and threw out several first pitches. He went to the Astros uh, field to throw out a first pitch, and he's a Yankees fan. So <laughs> oh, no. uh, Eric told him, he was like, hey, we got media coverage for your Instagram the whole entire weekend. Like, don't post anything or nothing <laughs> like that. So it's like, okay. And then it turns out to see that Landis posted uh, the trash can in the dugout with no context. It was just oh. the guy out there. But then it got back to the Astros players and – uh, it wasn't it wasn't pretty for oh, Eric or Landis, man. so I definitely didn't mention any. Can't anything. have that. Yeah, uh, as a guy with a sense of humor, I appreciate it, but yeah, I probably can't do it. Yeah, I had on my, an Astros hat. Yeah, I bet you were like, I love Bregman shirt, <laughs> yeah. Jeff Bagwell, all time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Good stuff. Parker Bird joining us. Uh, you know, hang out one more segment. Yes, we'll, uh, we'll take a. We got one more break, Shirley. Uh, we'll take that. Come back. Get ready to wrap things up here on a Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. More to go after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, The Dow closed out the week down 106 points at 33,963. The NASDAQ was down 12 points at 13,211. And the S&P was down nine at four thousand three hundred twenty that's your wells fargo advisors financial report for a personal look into investing call wells fargo advisors today at 756-6900 in greenville wells fargo advisors llc member sipc now let's head back in to prl here's clip back with you pirate radio live parker and i like all the same teams do you watch basketball Pro NBA uh, at all? I'm not a big basketball or NBA fan, at least. Hockey? I mean, the... uh, I'm a Hurricanes guy. All right, cool. Yeah. If I get you to watch a few Hornets games, which I wouldn't uh, if I well, were you because they stink. Well, but... see, if I had to pick a team, it would be the Hornets. Right. But, I mean, I. Ooh, yippee, I go Hornets. We're like, growing out in here, yeah, Danny. Don't sick. be jealous. Have fun, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a recent hockey fan, though. I wouldn't say a bandwagon because yeah. I honestly didn't really understand that the Hurricanes were as good as they are. But, um, I mean, one of my good friends' dad owns a suite at PNC Arena, so uh, you did the horn one time, didn't you? I did do yeah. the horn one time. Oh, nice, the siren. So, yeah, or yeah, the siren. It's called so. a siren, Danny. Yeah, well, get it right. <laughs> Big difference. Yeah. <laughs> When's the last time you guys won a Stanley Cup? <laughs> you got that stupid lighthouse at Foxborough now that everybody's talking. Yeah, about. with all the Super Bowls under it too. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Hey, Dan, are you a hockey fan? Yeah, I've. Yeah, in the re- years recent, so probably like my junior year of high school. See, that's even before that, like probably like sophomore year of high school is when I really got into it because we went to the Bruins played the Hurricanes and they swept them in the semis, I think. Mm-hmm. And we, my dad and I, went to Game Four when they won. Is your family from up north? Yeah, that's uh, that's from New Hampshire. I so. figured because I was like, dude, aren't you like? Didn't you go to high school at Reagan? Yeah, I was about to say, bro, that's North Carolina. Why are you like Parker is calling this man North, out, North and I like East, it. Northeast. <sighs> Danny has his reason. I mean, I'll I mean, give I, under- it to him. I understand that. That's the reason. I'm not like a 49ers fan or like a Dodgers fan, like Shank, like a fake Californian. Like I'm not gonna like. Wait, he's from California though, right? He lived there till he was like two. It doesn't well, what count. about you? <laughs> huh? With what? How long do you live over there or anywhere? I lived in Chicago until I was like six, five, six. But I don't root for Chicago. I root for Boston because that's where my dad's from. Because you never live there. But that's where no, I was. I'm just saying, you use an I argument. Guess, we we can't really argue much because we are Commanders fans because it was passed down. So, I mean, <laughs> I, it's kind of. Are we all calling se- ourselves L seven? We're all L seven weenies. <laughs> uh, Jamie says, "Who is the best infielder in Major League Baseball history?" Uh, he says, "Joe Morgan." Denny Hoover says, "Ozzy Smith." I was going to say Ozzy Kalinas probably. You like watching those old uh, old tapes. Yeah, I do. Well, Barry Larkin Ozzie mentioned with the, Ozzy with the bat flips always electric. So. <laughs> oh wait, Ozzy Albies? No, who are you talking? Okay, no, Ozzy no, Smith. Yeah, no. <laughs> Ozzy Albies, the goat. That's <laughs> like, <he's> amazing. <laughs> I don't know about that yet. I nah, love Ozzy. No, 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 no. Um, let's see. Best uh... Pedroia was pretty good. Yeah, Un- underrated. I I still think he's underrated. I mean, he was just so smooth for so long. Machado is a pretty good defender. I guess are we ignoring A-Rod because of the steroids and stuff? Because if you put numbers up there. Nolan Arenado is pretty smooth. Yeah, Arenado's really good. Actually, that's a good point. Yeah. I think he's probably a little um, bit better than Machado. Machado we talk, are y'all just talking defense or are you talking Greg overall? Maddox. 
Hey, a lot of gold gloves. Hey, a lot of gold gloves. <laughs> All right. Um, who's your all-time uh, your Braves fan too? Who's yeah. your all-time favorite Braves? Uh, I'm a I'm a Bra- uh, Brian McCann fan. That's why I wear number sixteen. Um, I, don't, I don't know why I picked Brian McCann, but I did. So yeah. uh, <laughs> I like McCann. I will say, and I try to look at things on both sides. I thought he went a little too far with the like not liking the bad flips and stuff like he took oh, it yeah. to an extreme he was kind of a Kurt Schilling level of like it was a All right, little dude. Like, yeah. but hands I, off the keyboard but I yeah, love a little bit a little bit I'm yeah. a big McCain, definitely McCain, looking yeah. back with uh, who was it that one time the guy from the Brewers Gomez yeah, Carlos dude, Gomez went, oh I hate we were talking about that the other day because our trainers from Milwaukee I hate Carlos I, Gomez yeah I was not a big fan of him either but I just remember whenever he bat flipped that one time and it was a little excessive yeah definitely but, and Brian McCann just stood in front of the plate and like he you went not waiting for it. it yeah i do appreciate it. you liking mccann though because every braves fan's like i like chipper like, yeah like brian mccann's See, cool dude like i grew up in the air where chipper was always hurt so yeah. it always makes me mad the old days so like i was never a huge chipper guy because i was like this dude is hurt he's every- a bum <laughs> yeah well and i would right, say now we're going, yeah. so i'm you know i was saying like in those eyes it's like you didn't know yeah, how good exactly. he was exactly like- yeah yeah so i was i was kind of always angry uh, internally angry at chipper so i was always like uh brian mccann jeff francoeur uh tim hudson bj like- upton <laughs> Justin was better with us. That is funny because we our age gap, uh, Parker. I saw right a couple years after I started watching every game and everything. Chipper was high stirrups infielder, shortstop, basically. Yeah, uh, moving yes. like the young gun. And, and I, you I saw, was, I was long pants, barely moving third base. <laughs> DH in the NL. <laughs> He'd come in like hit a uh, pinch hit home run yeah, and that's about it and then just try to get that number up that's about it yeah so uh good stuff parker enjoyed uh hanging out talking yes, baseball sir. football everything with you today so what's uh on the docket for you guys uh coming up got some uh scrimmage action yep we're finally getting into kind of individualized lifting so we'll have different groups for guys that need different things and um you know we're, we're excited for finally start playing each other so obviously it'll get kind of monotonous towards the end of the fall just because we're keeping having to play each other over and over again but the mixing of clemson and virginia will be really cool and obviously excited to see parker get out there and do his thing and get back on the field playing and excited to see what the future holds for you know just the pirates and see what happens yeah parker you're gonna take some hacks this fall uh hopefully yeah that's that's the plan um only person that i guess is in the call of coach godwin but hey i mean whatever he wants and then let's ride let's do it you're gonna work to it uh, for it i know that and uh also we had jake hunter on last friday uh you showed a few dance moves nothing Uh, like jake Jake, Jake's yeah. got the arsenal. He's got the bag. Dude, gets feel, people going. Yeah. See, that's see. <laughs> Jake and I were actually talking the other day, and uh, we were actually talking with Agnos, and because uh, <laughs> he was back at practice, I asked him. I was like, Zach, did you see Jake's moves this past uh, year? He's like, dude, what was he doing? <laughs> <laughs> he was Zach. If Zach was still here and Jake was doing that, he would have hated it. Oh my god, he would, probably because the attention wasn't on because him. But, spotlight. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Uh, we'll give Zach some spotlight coming up uh, on Monday. He'll join us on the show. Parker, thanks for hanging out. Yes, sir. Go Thank Commanders. You guys. Get a win yes, this weekend. That'd Let's be big. Do it. DB, good luck. Maybe the Patriots will hey, win a game. We'll help Let's you, be realistic. We'll Probably help, not. We'll help y'all out this weekend and beat the Bills so y'all there can maybe God bless. not, Thank you. not yep. finish last in y'all's division. 
Yeah, okay. All right. And the show's over. <laughs> Shirley Rhodes, we'll see you Monday, and we will see you Saturday on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. We kick off at 2 o'clock. We're with you after the game, the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. Thank you all for tuning in today. We'll talk to you on Saturday. Big day of programming. For the crew here, I'm Clip Rock. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.